Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Building downtown. Building downtown. Hey, this is The Building Downtown. You can follow us on social media at The Building DT. You can subscribe to the show on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Jason Kelly. You can follow me at MMA. You can follow my co-host, Kroll Kasatsky, at Kroll Raps. You can follow my other co-host, Amy Barton, at Ames Bell. If you've been paying attention, you, you must have expected that the second half of the Water Buffaloes is going to be in this bitch real soon. But the thing is, uh-huh. we know this man. As, as a fan of this man, you know him from music that he's done over the years you know him from working with chase Moore. you know him from work, uh, work doing his work in that battle rap ring against <coughs> guys like bender against guys like qp nestle but when you type in fredo fredo algebra interview there's nothing but now he's on the building downtown we're about to find some shit out fredo how's it going my man hey how you doing man thanks for having me on They're doing good thank you for giving us some time first yeah. and foremost i know you heard chase Moore. I know you heard it all the way through. You know what we're starting <laughs> yeah. with. McNulty's. What's the story? What's McNulty. the deal? What's up, what's up with my McNulty's, though? What, what, uh, is, what does that mean? Um, well, it's basically just like dude, you know, like saying dude or bro or like, you know. So basically, I grew up in, U- in Union City, California. It's a small like town in um, the Bay Area, the East Bay. And um, like my... I'm a pretty, you know, I'm pretty seasoned myself. I'm kind of from the older generation, you know what I mean? So, like, I was big on the graffiti, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and you know, a lot of my friends were, like, boosters, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if, like, you guys are familiar with, like, the low lowlifes, like, Thirst in Hell, and they all, like, <laughs> boosted, like, a whole bunch of polo and stuff like that, and all they wore was polo. Like, I had a crew out here that I hung out with all the time that were like, you know, super boosters. Right. And then, so when they're in the store, they would call each other like John, Hey John, Hey John, Hey John, what's good, John. You know? So it evolved. We started just calling each other like weird, just like (laughs) super crazy, you know, like just unorthodox names. You know what I mean? So we're going like, what up, you know, Terrence, you know, and we would just do whatever it just Walt and then Walt stuck Walter, Walter stuck. So like I took Walt and I just made it Walt. And then I just started calling everybody that in my hood, in my neighborhood. And then everybody started like catching on, you know, mm-hmm. like, Hey, what's up Walt? And then they would just laugh. Like, what is that? Even girls would say the shit, you know, it's pretty <laughs> funny. And then, so we would do things to like twist the language where it was like anything that sounded like Walt we would call each other that, you know, like I had a cousin <laughs> that said D, like D all D words. He just put a D instead of with the actual letter it started with. He'd be like, what up Dalt? Like, you know, it'd be like, Dalt. <laughs> and like, and then, so I just started saying McNault because McNulty from the wire, of course, but I didn't know that until I never watched the wire. So like McNulty was like some sort of like, I think it was like some sort of like news broadcaster. I think I heard it from that. 
And then it sounded like Walty because we were calling each other Walty at the time. And then so <laughs> I just started, I brought that over to like Chase's and everyone's just like, thought it was kind of funny. And then it, now it just started like wildfire again, McNulty, all, all the old slang is coming back. It's, I love it really. So you're trendsetter. Yeah. So that, and we do the, not the, you know, we, we, we be like, not the everything, you know, like a lot of people do that, but there was this period of time, like earlier this year where everybody were just saying it all the time. Not the interview with James, with Jay Kelly, <laughs> not the, you know what I mean? Like not the, it's just everything was not the, not just, just everything. It, it was just like, now everybody's saying it. Everybody that follows the dubs, they're just saying like, wall. they're saying like, you know, we, we have a lot of things that are catching on. It's kind of funny though, actually. So do we need like a translator or? <laughs> nah, no, no need. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty easy to catch on. Like once you've been around me for like, I don't know, more than an hour then you heard me talk to like chase like if you were to be in like a session with us you'd understand after a while i feel like chase could probably do a pretty good you impression we didn't think about that one i am making a list though <laughs> no chase is amazing yeah chase is amazing yeah um we yeah we you know kick it hard like so much so like we're you know when you're around somebody you you know you pick up their little mannerisms and things they like to do or things they don't like to do or don't like it's, it's pretty funny. We like to like imitate each other's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Lush gave us a a, a great chase. Oh, what the fuck! I did it again, you guys. It, man. Jesus. Jesus! Oh my god! Chase gave us a great Lush impression <laughs> last time. That was fantastic. What what in your opinion is the best uh, 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 best impersonation that Chase can do? I think he <laughs> he could do his Australian accent is amazing. I don't know if that's an impression. <laughs> his australian accent is is pretty fucking good and he he talks like uh like you know chopper reed like he he told me the difference like there's a chopper reed it's like a it's like a oh, chopper, that, that old that yeah old school oh shit i never knew his last name yeah yeah i yeah. know exactly who chopper is yeah chopper uh chopper reed is actually the name that chased more and um um, Bobby Butcher, but now he's Baby Franco. They did an album. It was called uh, Chopper Reed, and it was like a, oh, you know, it's kind of okay. like a dub bees, but it's called Chopper Reed. Yeah. Mm. So I would say that off the top, like he does like mafia impressions pretty good because he he likes the Sopranos, but mm. I can't put a thumb on like a a specific impression he does. It's fucking hilarious though. We <laughs> we just go into like all kinds of like tandems you know what i mean like sometimes and that's what people might not understand we might lose people with that because our in <laughs> our, our inside jokes are like insanely interwoven so we need to have both of y'all on as each other or other people is what you're saying yeah that'd be that would have been hilarious if you would have had us both on that would have been hilarious at the same time we will definitely do that and then the hat trick will be ilmec can he do an impression too or do we <laughs> ilmec is hilarious between us three we have like so many things like we could share like it's so it's, it's just funny dude like we have like we've been listening to this <laughs> i don't even want to go in a tandem like we've been listening to like a lot of uh michigan gangster rap and it's fucking <laughs> amazing like uh like the dudes from flint michigan mm. like uh like uh this dude named rmc mike rio the young og and then we they have this like certain style they do and then we've been just like 
going hard on that is hilarious. Like when we do like bar pong and stuff, <laughs> it's <laughs> so hilarious. Well, we're going to have all three of you on and it's going to be a shit show and it'll be the best shit show ever. But we, we want to talk about you tonight. All right, cool. I am happy to hear that uh, the whole McNulty thing had something to do in the end with McNulty from The Wire. The Wire, yeah. So I was thinking that it might, maybe it ties back to like you were born in Baltimore or you're from there and like you, you're, you know, you love that show for some sort of reason like that. <laughs> no. And then I see in, in some of your videos, there's 667. Now that's an area code for the Baltimore area. So I was, oh, like, is it? I was like, is this, is this what the hell's going on here? But oh, since wow, that's nah. wrong. And you know, no, like six, no, no, no. 667 is one above the devil. And that's um, uh, like a music, like a group um, that, originally it was uh stemmed from like bobby butcher or baby franco's uh him and his crew like in um noho in um in la and uh they expanded it like musically with with chase and ilmac and then i i was in and then like we have another you know like lush uh chef boy bones and uh zoo deville of course Mm -hmm. and like rob anthony there's a couple of really really heavy hitters like that no one knows about like because they're either like you know on another path doing something else but still 667 is like what you know it's our it's our like pretty much like the wu-tang you know okay. and we'll never like stop representing it but it's one above the devil originated with bobby butcher and like two head shout out two head shout out bobby butcher or baby franco i should say and uh, yeah, and we've been repping it for a long time. I didn't, I didn't know. That's kind of funny that it was a Baltimore area. I code. can't believe mm-hmm. you didn't know that. I was going to ask the same thing, actually. No, nah, I didn't know. It's hilarious because everyone hilarious. asks me what it means, and then they think it's like gang shit, but it's really not. So since you're not from Baltimore and you didn't yeah. grow up like the characters in The Wire, give yeah. us some background. Like the the history's not out there. I, <clears throat> I really mean it. Going to look for you, yeah. like doing a ton of research because I'm familiar with you from your your work, right? Your resume. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Right, um, and, and, right. and through that, you usually find things out. I was like, wait a second, let me check out a Fredo interview here. I'm like, there's fucking. Yeah. I found one from 2011. So yeah, and there's, there's Fredo one, fans, there's one, man. There's one new one. If you look on my page, there's a new one. Collective Hustle. Okay. The homie Romeo from Collective Hustle gave me like a thorough one, very thorough interview, um, and it shot really well too. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, so basically, I was born, you know, in um, San, uh, South San Francisco, or or San Francisco uh, City. Uh, I moved to Union City, California, when I was about like three, which is in the East Bay. It's like a, you know, you're cool all American town, but it still has like you know, it's little up, you know, it's little bumps in the road, you know, a lot of there's like a big like there's big like you know just gangs there too um back in the day it isn't it's not really too much now you know like everyone's just trying to make money nowadays you know Mm. but uh i was born in Union city uh you know big on hoop uh my father was strict he you know he he's the type that you know he didn't let me listen to rap you know but he couldn't stop it um you know uh stomped on all my rap tapes and you know i (laughs) Because I, I got into a lot of trouble as a kid. I, my first love is graffiti. So, um, you know, I got into a little scuffle with the cops already at like sixth grade, you know. Mm-hmm. And then so from there, like, you know, I'm still, you know, writing, writing. I'm listening to rap, of course. And then uh, I guess like I started, you know, meeting some new people that, that were, you know, like writing raps and stuff like that, that were, you know, like also doing graffiti. So I, I, I met 
like the dude that inspired me his name is drake it's um, it's hilarious his name is drake <laughs> but uh he he had the deepest voice he was like you rap like this you shit you know what i'm saying like Saphir, <laughs> like you know like old Saphir, you know he sound like that and then um he pretty much showed me i was trash because you know i don't know you know it was, it's just like i had rhythm but i just was trash like i was i did the, I, I was in the choir that was about like the whole musical musicality thing i grew up oh, but you can class. like sing sing though i was right? gonna say about the same thing yeah sing is coming from somewhere so that explains it yeah yeah i i, I was in the choir but before that i was already singing this shit because of like boys to men was like my favorite shit and then like so i like all the r&b stuff too as well as the hip-hop just the whole like just the whole like culture you know what i mean it's dope you know it was dope to me it was new because i grew up off of classic rock my dad would play a lot of led zeppelin a lot of beatles a lot of you know pink floyd the who doors everybody uh, you know and and that's that was dope that's still dope to me you know what i mean mm -hmm. so like when I joined the choir, you know, I kind of let loose a little bit. I mean, you know, when you're in a school choir, it was only one year and it was like sixth grade as well, or like fourth and I mean, fifth and sixth grade. And then it's like, I remember I did like a solo and shit. It was hilarious. Like a whole new world. <laughs> I was like wow. fucking Aladdin and shit. But, uh, <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, and then, so I wrote my first rap to, uh, today was a good day. And that was also in sixth grade. I was experimenting a lot with music, but, uh, I stopped. I mean, I didn't really take it seriously, you know, and not until eighth grade, freshman year, then sophomore year was like, all right, I'm going to start rapping now because now I'm getting good and I'm freestyling in the high school. You know, you're battling people and shit. And I was heavy into that. You know, that was like the mid 90s. And I was like battling all kinds of people in school, other people in school, rival schools. You know, it would be like I that. I got a quick question for you here. It's talking about the choir. I know you're laughing about it all now, but how much do you think that helps you make uh, music? Like tons, man, tons, you know, right? like that's the first like structured form of music that I ever came across, like reading music and like, you know. The reason uh, I'm asking is because I, I took a few singing lessons, not too many, maybe about 10, 15, and I already feel the difference because I understand yeah, I'm always so much better, right? Yeah, it definitely helps, man. Like, uh, I feel like... Man, I honestly thought I was better when I was younger, though. Like as a singer, like I could have, I could have went either way. I could have just went singing and not rap, but like rapping was just too fun, you know. And it was just like it absorbed me more, you know what I mean? So now that I'm getting older, I'm tapping into back, back to that, you know, to that form of, you know. But I'm trying to make it more current. Like I got some stuff coming out, guys. Oh God! I whoa, wish you guys whoa, could wait! Before we get to coming out, didn't did you or did you not do an R&B album like three three years ago? um no i didn't do an album i did uh one single oh single i, I did yeah oh no no the hope floats you talking about hope floats hope floats was like that was like the whole like vibey like i'll sing the hook i'm singing like bridges but i'm still rapping you know what i mean but yeah i could see how you would that that would uh you know um sound like you know some like r&b or some shit like that or some new like some new form of like new new wave soul shit you know but it was more of a, like a rap. That's my favorite album. I was just talking to my homie. He just left. And I was like, <laughs> yo, Hope Floats is like my favorite album, like, like that I did besides Fresh Air, of course. But I think, you know, Hope Floats was just like, yo, that was just like a new side of me that came out, you know, and it was it was easy to record. And it was like I wasn't focused so much on like barring out heavy, just making good music. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I do have uh, 
a singing song out now. It's called Foul. And it's under Late Night on, on iTunes, but it's still under Fredo Algebra everywhere else, which is kind of weird. But um, yeah, I that was like my first singing songs like to ever like come out. But then now I got some shit that, yeah, it's 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 pretty, I, it's like five songs, but it's going to be pretty fucking, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm going to put it in between the, the B albums, you know? So back to where you were, mid-90s. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Krill jumped in with a question. Amy jumped in with yeah. a question. But no, no, mid-90s, no, yeah, yeah. I'm stuck on that. That's, that's, yeah, mid-90s. mid-90s I, I was in rapping. high school then. I That's uh, yeah. I, I, that's my favorite era of hip-hop. You're talking about yeah. fucking battling in cafeterias or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I want to hear more of this. Yeah, so like, uh, so I was in a crew. Um, well, I made my own crew called PhD Projects Highly Diverse. Well, that's a that short was, name. That, yeah, that, that was a pretty <laughs> sharp name until Mace made it player hate and degree. And then it was like all bad after that. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that was before that. And then uh, I had a yeah. And then I had a you know, it, it was like me and a group of dudes I grew up with. And then um, another group of dudes I grew up with, we were like the, a big crew. Like, OK, if you want to go to the fools from our school, then it's all us. And we're called IC fam. It was like ill creators or some shit like that, like super <laughs> hip hop, you know? And then we, there was this other group from across the the way, like in, a, in another school and they were called uh, Decepticons. They were trying to be Decepticons, like how PH and them, <laughs> like the original Decepticons, like, nah, we don't play that. That's like fake shit. That's why we didn't like them, you know? And then they were called like urban icons too. Like that was like their super crew. They were called like urban icons or some shit like that. And I'm like, you guys is fucking trash. We would battle everywhere. Birthday parties. You know what I mean? And also, I don't know if you guys, are you guys familiar with like b-boying and shit? It's like, like breakdancing and shit oh, yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So my cousin, um, WizKid, he, um, he's like my, my, like, he's like my second cousin or some shit like that. But he's like my close cousin. And uh, he's the founder of Rockforce Crew. And um, so the Rock Force crew, or the first generation before Paulski, because Paulski ran the uh, Generation 2. And that was the one that won Battle of the Year. And my partner Maya was in A whole bunch of my homies were in that crew. But the original, which was in the early 80s, Rock Force was from Union City, where I'm from. And a lot of people don't know, like, my area has hella, breeds hella talent that just, no one just, no one, you know, like, no one knows about because it's just a small town and it's like, you know, I, there's a lot of artists, but like I was one of the original artists to come from the town. Like, you know what I mean? But it's mm-hmm. nothing to be proud of. But of course, I'm proud because that's where I'm from, you know, but Rock Force came from there. So as a kid, I would grow up going and I'm looking, you know, I'm listening to the music already, you know, and not rapping. But I'm, I'm just like, yo, I'm immersed in hip hop ever since a kid, you know. So like fast forward to like, the you know, when I get a little older, I'm just like doing my own type of shit now. Like, okay, I would record like early nineties. And then I grew I, when I graduated high school, that senior year, I, I, I joined the Navy and I lost, I, lost, I had to lose like 60 pounds or some shit. And I lost, mm-hmm. I ended up losing like 90 pounds to get to the Navy. Damn, but dude. then, yeah, before that, I, I was recording albums, like handwritten albums on my tape recorder. I had a tape recorder, then I had the CDs with the beats, then I had my the tape, you know, the tape that I would uh I've done tape that it on. Childhood. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah we do fucking one take songs. Oh, you messed up the last bar. You fucking do the whole song again. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we I have a tape on video. I'm I have a tape. I found it in the storage. I found all my rhyme books from high school, but 
but I have a tape. We used to do songs like that. Like we didn't have a studio. You know, I didn't know how to get to a studio. You know, I always thought that you need a hell of money for it. Mm-hmm. So we would just do that. Went to the Navy, you know, fast forward. I got, I got booted. I got booted out because, you know, I got kicked out because of weed and a whole bunch of other shit. You know what I mean? That, <laughs> that, uh, you know, so. so how, long like you, right how, how long were you, how long were you serving for? Shit like three years and i won battles in australia i won but i went to australia i won a battle in open mic battle in sydney (laughs) and i won an open mic battle in perth i had that shit all on my my handy cam my sony handy cam but i don't i I, you know that's probably gone somewhere but yeah i won like battles even then i was battling people on the boat in the (laughs) navy because you think about it I, i was on an aircraft carrier so it was like 3,000 people. It's like a floating city. And then it's like, you know, you, you got motherfuckers in there from Chicago, Atlanta, LA. You know, I was in San Diego, right? So, you know, everybody would, that, that was shipped to the boat that would work there, they were from everywhere. So you got rappers from Houston, Atlanta, you know, we're, we're fuck, fucking sitting there beatboxing and shit, you know, like battling, like from there, like just the essence, you know? So that's where I'm from. That's where I come from. I come back. I went AWOL to do a clash of the titans battle over here and it was a battle that like i hosted and uh uh the next year i bet i mean like later on that year when i finally came back because i was on awol i i left i like was a deserter like pretty much left the the boat for like a month and i came back here and i started doing music and shit like a dummy and didn't you know didn't really <laughs> care about like my consequence you know i go back so I go back and then they, you know, they, they put me in the, the brig. I'm locked Wait, up can right. I interrupt? I've been, I've been curious about this since I knew about it. And I know you probably have told the story a bunch of times before, but like, what is the difference between going through getting court-martialed and like being a civilian going to court for something? Like what happens? What's the difference? The only difference is, is you're being detained within the military because you're assigned to, you're no longer a civilian when you're when you sign the papers you're a military personnel you know you're military right. personnel so so basically the, there's no difference it's just you're in the military you know it's not civilian prison it's not civilian court you know it just sounds so much worse it does it's so terrible <laughs> so, it's terribly sounding and really it's just like you know i got you know everybody's got everybody was smoking weed you know mm-hmm. i had a whole like I don't even want to get into it. I had a whole like thing going on on the boat, you know what I mean? Too. So it was just like <laughs> it, it, it was. It was just like you know, I was just trying to do me on the boat, and and you know, I didn't fit. I was doing. I was an IT too. I was like, and you know, and we went. I was an IT. I was doing all the circuits and shit like that. Top secret clearance. Yeah, fuck that all up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was just curious because every time yeah. I read or see court martialed, I'm like, damn, that sounds so scary. Like versus yeah. just going to court. Because so so this is what it was, right? It was like this is my this were these were my options. I can't believe I'm talking about this on the interview right now. It's insane. Um, my That's what my, we're here my for, options bro. were my options were leave because because there's a difference between being ua which is unauthorized absence and then awol which is absent without leave and it's more it's like 30 days you're ua when you come back i was gonna be in they're gonna put me in an orange shirt that says restricted for 60 days and and then get out with the same with the same um 
like, you know, get out with a, you know, with the same discharge as I got when I went. So I, I stayed after 30 days. And the, the difference between that is you have to go to court martial. Then you, then you, they lock you up for like 30 days. I did 25 with good behavior. And then I came back. I, I battled somebody. You know what? <laughs> I my first this. day, my first day that I go into the, cause I was on the boat for two weeks locked up and then they when we got back to san diego they put us back into miramar which is the maximum security for like women's mm-hmm. prison so like it was like girls that was like killing their husbands and shit in there <laughs> for life no real shit serving you lunch and shit and then so so like fuck yeah dude like yeah so it, me i only needed to be in there for two weeks so they only keep like they have a certain section for people like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like i walk in because my boy already had been from there came from there and he was like yo i told this dude he he claimed that he was like the best rapper in the whatever pot or whatever the fuck and he was like yo wait for my boy gerardo he when he when he gets there you know and because you know you have your name on your shirt you know what i'm saying so i go in there this dude comes up to me was like yo let's battle i was like what the fuck i just got here dog <laughs> you know, and that might have been that might have been i swear to you the probably the only battle i really really lost like I felt like I lost. Like this is terrible. I'm doing terribly. This fool's like just clowning me, and he has like bravado. I'm like, oh, wow, this is crazy. And was it I'm because like, you were so bad, or he was so good compared to you? No, no, at no. That time? I was so bad. I was okay. so bad. Okay. But not everybody home, knew. Not the home field advantage. Not none of that shit. Might have been that too. <laughs> hey yo, and that guy ended up. I just I found out later on. I was like when I was. I was like, yo, that guy, like, he disappeared after, like, a, like a week or so. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where did that dude go? And then they're like, yo, he did some wild shit. So he was going to, like, Leavenworth, like, the, doing the oh, shit. the maximum. Like, I think he was on some, like, I don't even want to say it, though, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was on, you know, he was on some, like, pedo shit or some shit. Mm. He's still and over there like, battling today. Yeah, and I'm like, he probably is. I'm, like, battling for his life, hopefully. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I, I never knew that, you know? Had I known that, that would have been already like, hey, you lost the battle. No shit. <laughs> no doubt. Time. <laughs> yeah. So I would, so, you know, like I would do that. I grew up doing battling, came back, right? And then I don't know if you guys are familiar with like the whole like, um, like on beat battle era of oh, yeah. like mm-hmm. me and swarm there's, there's like this battle that went kind of viral and shit me and swarm versus awkwards and xi mm-hmm. and um that yeah that shit made it on the mc uh, when mc's attack uh dvd and all that shit but uh that was the it when i came back i was like yo me and swarm are gonna take over everything we're gonna battle everybody we're gonna beat everybody because i was gone from the navy you know what i mean mm-hmm and then, so that was like my old, my first official crew, like uh, crew crew after like the PhD shit was tightrope walkers. And that was the one that I ran with like for a long time. Me, Swarm Shogun, Drake, Blackman, the dude that taught me to rap and then Super 13. And then we would have like, we had two um, like producers or whatnot. They did an album while I was in the Navy. So I came back like hungry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yo, put me in the studio. Y'all motherfuckers went to the studio without me. I'd never been in the studio before, you know? And then so I come back hungry, doing hello songs. You know, we do, we're doing hella shows and shit. And then we battle operas in XI. And that was it right there. Like, like that was like the pinnacle. Or like, that's where it started. Like, oh, okay, 
this is what I want to do. I want to you know, keep doing this. And then became good friends with XI, kept battling, stopped for a while though, because you know, like what grind time didn't come to like the Cali to like 2007 or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but I've been watching it, you know? So I go to, you know, the one that, that, uh, Mosswood Park one, it was free. God damn it, that, that event was free. It was amazing. Like, was there were the only shows. That outside huh? battle? Yeah, that was the one outside. Yeah, that was when uh, Diz battled Thesaurus. Oh, shit. That was that same event? Yeah, and Diz choked. Diz choked uh, in, in the first round. And then, <laughs> and then like, he, he ended up, like, like, like recollecting his shit and then doing better. And then he fucking won. <laughs> it was crazy. And that was the, the first same one, the Dumbfounded versus Tantrum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Dude, we had to wait. We had to wait for 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 like four hours for them to get there because there were fires. They were on the way, and then they closed the fucking Highway Five, like because because of the fire. There were like fires and shit, like forest so, fires. Yeah, like like forest fires. There's like yeah. mad fires, like uh, like all That's the time. Cali's always on fire. Yeah, always on fire for some shit. And then uh, they had to like redirect and like they, they took like hella longer and they get there. You see, that's why you see like they just woke up and shit. Like dumbfounded just woke up. And, and then like they had to battle Frankie Waps and Jay's Juice. And then Tantrum had to battle fucking th- Tantrum. I mean uh um dumbfounded. Dumbfounded had to battle Tantrum and the shit. So I was like, damn, that was crazy. It was just an amazing event. And I'm watching it and I'm talking to Lush and I'm like, because I know Lush from the tightrope days, because he was in a crew called Delinquent Monastery, Delmon crew. And then yeah. he, they would do shows, and we would do shows with them sometimes, you know? And so he knows me. So he's like, oh, bro, we're going to get you on the next one. And then that's when I battle Lyraflip. And then, that, shit, that's, that's it that. right there, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was just going to ask. So it was it was Lush that uh, connected you with a, a grind time opportunity? Yeah. He, yeah. he he was like, Hey, we need you to get on. And he's like, Who do you want? He's like, I'm not, I'm like, yo, give me fucking someone crazy already, dude. Cause I'm yeah. trying to like I'm trying to like battle someone crazy. He's like, nah, we're gonna give you Lyra Flip, you know, we'll just give you him for now because you know, and I'm like, All right, cool, you know, whatever. Mm. And I just fucking and uh, I just ended up doing really well that first battle, and then uh that kind of propelled me, but then it was just like they kept on giving me like y'all just get this guy for now and then you could get this guy later you know like that you know i feel like i was getting a lot of those battles but i worked hard you know i was working hard for grind time king of the dot as well don't flop i work hard every battle so like it just how, showed you know it was how, just like that yeah how difficult was it to get opportunities um around you know the gr- grind time and before that you know battling over beats and shit like that yeah because it was um, so widespread and so thin yeah. and way more niche than it even is now so yeah you know like you know having that connection with lush gets you to grind time where grind time at that time yeah. you know is probably the the that or smack dvd yeah. depends on what you're looking for grind time is where my heart is right that's you know the the content oh for sure more more for attracted sure. to but yeah. you know that that's a good look for you yeah leading up to that how fucking difficult was it what did you have to do to get shit man like to be honest i'll be honest with you um i battled lira flip and after that battle it wasn't that it wasn't that hard anymore after that you know Mm. like and especially after ek because it was like okay this guy is definitely winning and winning and you know winning winning he's not just like you know like he's beating fools like he's not he's not just squeaking by he's winning winning and i'm like all right and after the swave battle 
and I lost that battle, you know, but the, the round when I talk about his dad's one arm, that, that got me a lot of other battles, you know what I mean? Like just, just like moments in battles like that, like that one arm shit. That's just crazy, bro. Cause Eminem and Royce the five nine watched that battle. Oh, for real? Yeah, dude. Like, okay. So I don't know if you follow all my work, but I battled after I battled Swave, I battled Mox. Okay. which was like the biggest Hawaii, like biggest event in Hawaii ever. And I battled him. It was like the biggest like battle there. I mean, it's nothing, you know, but it was fun, right? At the time. Mm-hmm. So I battled Mox. And then I, I, I went, dude, was, Mox was, went, was on American Idol and everything. And like, he was on there for singing shit. What? <laughs> and yeah. So like, you know, if we had a really cool battle, funny battle. And then they kind of like jerked me with an OT. So I freestyled. It was, it was, it was, I, right. it was, uh, it was kind of horrible, but it wasn't. And he came cool. But then like, I mean, you watched that battle. I won the battle. Anyway, I'm, I land. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I turn my phone on and I see like six missed calls from Swave. And I'm like, what the fuck was Swave? And then, and then as I turned it on, he's calling me again. And then, and then I'm like, hello. And I answer, yo, he's like, yo, shame. You won't ever believe, Shane. He's like, you won't ever believe who I just talked to, Shane. And I'm like, what, who? And he was like, yo, so basically he was like, yo, I'm here at fucking the Red Bull finals, the um, MC battle Red Bull finals. I remember that shit. Yeah, in New York, the one that DNA won. Yeah. Right? And then Royce and Eminem were fucking judges, dude. Uh And then they went up to Swave at the end uh-huh. and was like, yo, we seen your congrats on your, you know, battle with Fredo, but man, that fucking third round though. And then he, he, he tells me like verbatim, like, like Eminem was like, yo, that was like, it was like a pretty crazy round. Like that's some shit I would do. That's what Eminem said. And I'm not oh. saying this to brag or nothing like that. I'm just recollecting. Like, I'm just remembering I mean, shit. You should, but anyway. I was going to yeah. say brag the fuck out of that. Oh, shit. Yeah. But you know, because Sway, because I didn't hear it from the from the goat's mouth per se, right? But Sway is pretty solid. You know what I mean? He's not gonna lie about anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no so shit. yeah, and then so he told me that Royce was very familiar with that round. So was Eminem. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. So after that, you know, I battled Roan, mm-hmm. battled a whole bunch of fools in Canada before I before I got like banned and shit. Oh, banned from Canada. Let's hear this story. Okay, so <laughs> who is it? So I battle. Uh, who is it? Who's my first battle? I, it was in Calgary, and I battled uh, 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 with a ubiquitous. Uh-huh. <laughs> ubiquitous. He's like a doctor now. But I battled Fucking... ubiquitous first. <laughs> King of the Doc, Calgary. And it took me three hours to get in because there were like trying to see you know you know they, they they like to stress you out at the border and i'm like fuck all right and then so they let me in boom battled and then the second time boom got in again the third time i was supposed to battle aspire oh my god i don't know why <laughs> but i was supposed to battle aspire in vancouver i go to vancouver and i'm like yo um they see like this old like this old charge I had, it was like, like theft or some shit. It was like an old boosting charge, but it was like, damn, I was like, I already like, I'm done with that already. Like, I thought I expunged my record and then they, they're like, nah. So they fucking sent me back that the same thing happened in Calgary when I battled cheddar cheese 
And then they were like, yo, fuck that dude. Like Sketch Menace was like, yo, just battle tomorrow. Cause, cause just battle tomorrow in the morning. So if you look at my cheddar cheese battle, we're fucking in a park and no one even knows about battle rap and he fucking wins. <laughs> and I'm like, that's trash, dude. Then I go home. Then I'm like, that sucks. And then so like after that, I went to the whole city hall shit, got my shit. And then I haven't been to Canada since, but I've never been invited ever since. And I showed organic on my papers and everything. So it should be good next time there's an event there, but I don't know. Well, fuck, well, trust me, we're dying for an event here. That, 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 the, North, the North Grand Prix division should have been a lot more Canadians and up here, but we get it. You know, so yeah, well for certain measures, right? You got to be safe, got to do what's best, obviously, for the company and for the people. But back to yeah. Canadians, even though it Ooh. wasn't on Canadian soil, we can't talk about you battling Canadians without mentioning one particular Canadian's name, Bender. RP, my brother, man. That's Holy my brother, man. shit, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we just uh, bashed the battle before this. So yeah, pretty... so you're, you're, you're lacing up your fucking boots, getting prepared for that battle. You know, obviously, it, when people pass away that are good, they, they get more recognition. But I mean, uh, Ben <laughs> got the same recognition when he was alive, in my opinion. That yeah, dude, dude, no, even... no, he got more, way more. I, I feel like he got way, I think he got more and more like, like at one point, everyone thought he was like, yo, this he's the man. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, including me. I'm like, yo, this fool is raw, bro. But I hella want to. I was like, for the longest, I'm like, I got to battle this fool. You know what I mean? Because I think that we do a good battle. Him and Nestle were my ones. That's why I don't battle so much no more. I just battled the two guys I've ever wanted to battle in life. You know? Those are two. Those two. Uh, my favorite battles of yours, right? Uh, probably the two most favorite. This is some ones from back in the day, but obviously it's not as a, it's the poly, the product is not as polished. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You know what I mean? But dude, uh, the Bender one is by far, dude. Oh, like, so good on both ends. That that's a performance. You know what I mean? If it's not if it's if it's not going to be a, a judged battle, that uh, yeah. there's a cash prize at the end. One guy walks yeah. away with his pockets empty. The other guy walks away with two five grand, whatever. I, yeah, you know that's not you. It's I find battlers don't put on a, a performance as much. That's more so yeah. going at something with an angle, really trying to dig at the person. But in in that format, usually what makes the best thing like Head uh, uh, Ice and Carter Deems. I'm pretty sure it was yeah. the event. If not, it was at the bunker. You know what I mean? That they put on a great performance, and, and yeah. you and you and Bender, holy shit, you two, dude! Deliver. I have dude. That's hella funny. I have funny stories about that. Um, so like. He like came to the battle. Like I gave him a ride. Like he rode with me to the battle. Mm-hmm. Like because he he didn't have no right to the battle. We're in the same hotel, <laughs> and I I kind of it was kind of weird to me. You know what I mean? Like Very. it was kind of weird because I've never uh, traveled to a battle like the event with the dude I'm battling and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing him whispering shit to himself. He's like getting ready. It's hella funny because I I honestly think he knew my rounds already because I was practicing so loud in my room. And oh. I feel like he was outside oh. and shit, right? <laughs> so like, like I only because I was on my True Detective shit later on that night, and I found <laughs> one of his cigarette butts outside, oh like uh, on the on the balcony. I, I like 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 you know in the front of your hotel. If you're upstairs, you have that little you know the thing. You that think holds. he was adjusting his rounds listening to you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think so because he he did that Rough Rider shit. I know he was thinking about that as soon as he seen me. You know what I mean? Um. He, uh, I saw his, like, I knew because I was smoking cigarettes at the time, and then I seen his cigarettes because we were smoking, and then I'm like, yo, this motherfucker, 
For sure heard my shit. Got a stethoscope and shit. For sure heard my shit. And I was practicing, I was practicing like, yo, this is performance, performance now, you know, because it's the day of. So I'm trying to get ready and I'm doing them do. And then I open a door and he's there. And I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, all right. So I come back and I see the cigarette butt and I'm like, yo, this, he was here. He was, he listened to my, my bars. He's smart though. Cause I would do the same shit. <laughs> Yeah, I took him to dinner and everything after that. Later on that night, like uh, after that, I took uh, we went to Bossa Nova before everyone started going there. It's like this restaurant, it's like a Brazilian diner, and then it's like twenty four hours before, and then like like everyone would just go there to eat after you would get really really good good food, you know. And then um, I'm known for like knowing where all the spots are to eat, so I took him there. This before like anybody would go there. And then now, after a fucking battle in L.A., hey, everybody go, let's go Boston Nova. <laughs> That's the I'm spot like, now? Yeah, it's like the Trend spot. Center, I took, what like, I'm saying. Yeah, you can't, took, you can't take peanut anywhere, dude. <laughs> I, took, <laughs> I took peanut with me. I took peanut with me with Mad Flex. That's when I battled uh, Enigma. Mm. When I battled Enigma, the, uh, he's the president of the Flip Top uh, Philippines yeah, yeah, League. Philippines. That's my only million view battle. To be honest, Enigma. Yeah, that their battle scene over there. A lot of dude. people don't know it. That shit's like hockey in Canada. Yo, like, that shit is insane, bro. Yeah. I gotta let you know. It's like basketball in the Philippines. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like basketball is like the national sport there, and it's they're filling up the Ardeneta fucking arena. It's like a. It's like if you were fill up. Yeah, if you're filling up a hockey stadium, but it's for rap battles. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Sharon telling me when he battled over there, he said that he heard it was big and everything, but he, he got over there and was like, what the fuck? I remember him telling me there was a, a reality show at that time that was kind of like yeah. the ultimate fighter. You know, like the battlers live in a fucking house and battle each other and you get eliminated and shit. It's like, insane, dude. It's insane. Uh, it's insane. Bo- both leagues, Sunugan and um and Flip Top were insane because Sunugan was the first one to like introduce, you know what I mean? like that street form and then like flip top took over flip top was definitely like grind time shout out enigma shout out uh looney i was supposed to battle looney dude you see looney's battle like 30 million dude like every battle 10 million 30 million like Mm -hmm. jesus christ yeah that's like uh in russia too it's fucking massive not like there. yeah their fucking views are just off the charts dude it's insane it's insane yeah and uh where where else, have, where else have you battled besides obviously you were in England for Don't Flop, right? Yeah, I did a uh, matter in England and then um Philippines youth Oracle. I, yeah, I did I did Youth Oracle in England also. Um I did uh um Ubiquitous Canada, um I did uh Cody the Catch in Canada. Um I battled in Denver. There's, I did a lot of small leagues, you know. I, I, Denver. I battled Luke. yeah. I like it's Denver. another country. Dude. Oh no, no, that's it though. Just London and just London and Canada, really. Like for other countries, I battled what in Hawaii. That's not another country, but like within the states, I've been I've been all over like the U.S. and shit. Yeah, and you've been battling forever and making music forever, right? So when yeah, uh, you know, a lot of people that uh, we get to talk to, actually, I shouldn't say a lot because most of them are vets, but some of them not as far back as you. So yeah. uh, drawing inspiration or, or looking at someone because you've been doing it so long, who are some of the other people like a bender or something where you can look at and be like, yo, that motherfucker 
is the shit. Like that guy's got a lot of talent. As far as like battling or battling over the past and not even so much like the new guys who's a prospect to look out for. You can include some of those, but I'm just saying over the years, because like you said, you were battling cafeterias in the fucking mid 90s. Yeah. Um, so it, it's hard to find yeah. a vet longer than yeah. you. Yeah, no, it's true, because I mean, if you would even ask thesaurus, you know, it's before thesaurus, you know, mm. so it's like um, I, I put, you know, like I like inspiration. Hmm. I would say I like, uh, I mean, you know, I think everybody pulled from the thesaurus bag in their time, you know, mm-hmm. um, but like, you know, the people like Nestle, like Bender, I would, you know, uh, it's not so much pull inspiration, but it's just like, yo, I want, I just like to rap really good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like normally things like I do are things that I'm trying to step out of everyone else's box, you know, yeah. but I would pull from like you know like all my comedic stuff was from something at like you know was inspired by something like some like some stand-up sometimes it inspires me you know to like deliver stuff like my old like that swave round mm-hmm. you know like i don't I, I don't know it's just like in the moment sometimes because when i write it's like i don't normally go hey let me watch a fucking bender battle or hey let me watch a nestle battle i'm watching my battle to see what i'm doing and what I could do better, you know? Okay. So, like, I would pull from, like, dude, there's so many stuff. Like, yeah, Thesaurus would be one of them. There's a lot of people that people don't, like, know from, like, the underground, like, around here, you know? Okay. Like, Joe Cutter. Joe Cutter, He uh, like, he's been, like, he hasn't battled in a while or whatever. He was, like, he kind of, like, you know, um, He's doing his thing. I don't know what he's doing now, but like I was, uh, I did a like couple two on twos with him. But back in the day, like when I was like doing on beat battles, mm-hmm. he was the he was the best. I've never seen anyone do what he did. Like he did an Iron Man competition, and there was like sixteen MCs. He was the first one, and he never left that spot. I'd never seen anyone do that in my life, like freestyle wise. And um, so from there and then you know just my own peers you know like swarm shogun of course my own crew is my inspiration really that's who i pull from and if not i'm just listening to like music that i grew up to you know a lot of um old school east coast stuff even though i'm from the west coast you know so i was more of a biggie fan than Pac because i could relate to it more you know mm-hmm. it's like funny. sorry go ahead no go ahead go ahead yeah, so say it's funny how many uh, people we talk to that are you know, born and raised on the West Coast, and their their earliest influences or biggest influences were like Biggie, Mob Deep, Nas, yeah. Capone, Noriega. Yeah, m- mine was Redman. Redman was definitely one of my um, idols growing up, as far as like a rapper, because he to me he was the most complete rapper at the time. Like he could do all of it. He could do hits. He could do like grimy, gritty shit, which he's known for, and then he could do the he could do like double time stuff if he wanted to, you know, mm-hmm. it was just like his timing for me, like for me in rap, rap wise, timing means a lot. And so it's like, it's how you master the craft of your words going with the time, the actual, you know, you know, on the beat too. So it's like, I try to master the whole rap thing as far as like, yo, what can I do to, you know, do within this limit that we have? which is the metronome you know and so i thought Redman was like one of the best and buster rhymes definitely one of the best rappers i've ever heard you know like at the time cannabis at the time black thought still 
you know? So when you make music, do you take the same approach like you did with battling where, you know, it, not so much uh, inspiration or trying to draw little tricks from people. You're trying yeah. to be originally trying to be creative and you're trying to just improve on what you've already done. Yeah. Um, so it just depends now. Right. So like whatever the beat tells me, usually I listen to the beat first now, but you know, back in the day when we were just making like hard hip hop shit. So it's just like, I'm going to say the bad, the tightest shit I can on every song, you know? fucking 36 bars or whatever, not even <laughs> counting, you know? But now it's more like, you know, I'm writing real music now. And like the, the actually the singing stuff is helping indirectly with my rap because like my voice is like, it's carrying better. Like I'm catching different melodies even when I'm rapping, you know what I mean? That sounds that's, good. That's what I was trying to say about the singing lessons. I only took a few, but when I rap, I noticed that I'm taking melodies even my voice. Even when I double time shit, I take melodies. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, I, and when yep. I pay attention, I, I don't know which note I take, <laughs> right? Yeah. But, but I know I'm taking a note. So when I'm doing an ad libs to it, I can highlight it better, right? So singing means yeah. a lot to rap. You know what I mean? It no, does. It does. It's it not does. only and the then... singing. You, you don't have to be like a professional singer, but it's like the understanding of the actual music and notes. Exactly. Right? Yep. Yep, you don't even have to exactly. I'm not the best singer, but I could sing, but I'm not like a ballad singer, you know what I mean? So I'm not gonna be singing like Whitney Houston shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be on some like Chris Brown, like you know, or like uh 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 what's his name? Um uh uh, uh Ty Dolla Signs, love his shit. Um do, have you guys heard of Rex Life Raj? No, I can't say yeah, hey Rex Life I, I'm gonna sing you guys. Dude, I, I've been listening to crazy dude. This is a guy named Rex Life Raj. He's been out since maybe 2014, 15. He's from the Bay Area, but he's like popping right now. But his his music is amazing because he could sing his ass off and then he could rap his ass off. And it's like the way he does it is amazing. And he has like amazing production. Like you should, yeah, do your, yeah. Um, look him up whenever you guys get a chance. There's a lot of new music. Yeah, or, se- or even fucking yeah. text me some shit when we're done the show. Yeah, definitely, so definitely, yeah. Seriously, so I'm we'll, thinking, we'll check it out, yeah. man. Big hit and that's like, that's like the shit that's tight to me. It's like, so singing, like we were saying, helps, helps me rap. But like being from a rap background also helps my singing within the lyrics. You know what I mean? So, because I'm like, I'm just seeing it now, but I'm like, I'm looking at my lyrics, like more like, you know, you don't have sense. Yeah. And then, (laughs) you know, the beauty, the beauty about writing a song that you sing, you don't even have to write that many words, you know, it's like not even that many words because it's all notes sometimes. So it's like what, like the, the rapper in me is like writing shit that the singer in me can't write, you know? And it's like making crazy shit. Like, whoa, he got like good lyrics, but he's singing it. You know, because it's like not like just love like ballads and shit like that or like easy shit that you could write about. You have to make it like kind of snappy still, you know, like a like rapper, like witty still, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't know, man. I'm just like, <laughs> sorry, no, I'm a nerd when it comes to music. No, that's great. That's, <laughs> I, I think I think that's one of the one of the greatest, not one of the greatest, but one of the main attributes to make a great artist, right? Like, because I'm I've been a fan of uh, people like uh, I mean, I'm always obviously into my underground and my hardcore shit, but people like Kevin Gates and Fifty Cent, people that stretch their hooks. And oh shit. man, Fifty Cent. Oh you, my you God! I mean? Well, yes. you, you gotta you gotta admit he's not that that lyrical, right? He's always been no, he's and, amazing. I love Fifty Cent. That's what I'm saying. He's like another like my singing shit is like Nate Dogg, Fifty Cent, and Max B put together. And then I used to love whatever. Max B, man. It's too bad he got left up. I think yeah, he he's coming out. I think he's getting out soon. I think 
Yeah, but the moment, I don't know. Yeah. Bobby Schmurter just got out. I'm wondering what's going to happen with that. I don't know. Hopefully something good. Because I, cause... I, I think he was good. I, I, I liked his music before he went in. I liked that, you know what I mean? A few tracks that he was, that was out, like there, there was actual, you know what I mean? It was an intense flow, some rhyming going on there. I don't want to yeah. talk, I don't want to talk bad about it, but a lot of shit on the radio is just mumbling, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah, like, there's no flow, yeah. no lyrics. So Bobby Murder, Bobby Murder was one of those that actually made sense to me, you know? Yeah, and I mean, he had, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't look at music or even rap as, like, all the same. Of course, if you're going to look at, like, a Bobby Shmurda song, um, like you would look at a Black Thought song, then you're not going to get what you want out of it, you know? No, so, no, like, no. yeah, yeah. I look at I look at music for what it is rather than, like, oh, yeah, you have to be a tight-ass rapper. Nah, you could be, like, kind of, like, terrible, but it'll still be tight, you know? I mean, it just depends on what it is because you're like real or something you know like a but that's lot a of gimmick that's not a rapper don't you think that's that's right uh, a gimmick no 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 i'm not i'm talking about the gimmick rappers i'm talking about like i'd be listening to a lot of hood motherfuckers you know what i mean like gangster fools like that really go to prison and shit and then well, they're rap they're not that good but like you could hear oh. the realness in it you know what i mean oh, that's like what the you're authentic- saying. I see, I see. yeah you know the authentic uh, authenticity and i'm not talking about like all this bullshit like i don't really fuck with like <laughs> like tight jeans and shit like that like all that fucking mumble <laughs> shit I, I i i like i like for what it is the vibe or whatever but i'm not listening to it you know what i mean and i don't consider it like talented rap but i you know i do give it up to them for making music but it's like i'm not looking for i'm not like it's not in my wheelhouse every now and then there's a good mumble song but it's a, like a very now and then you know what i mean it's not yeah it's not yeah. enough on occasion what and you plus, talking? you know, Griselda. You don't listen. To, I, I've heard a few yeah. that I could listen to. <laughs> yeah, Griselda is really one of my other uh, big inspirations right now too. Well, not for for a long time now, even though it's been a, like a like maybe six, seven years. But really dark and street. They seem to be making it, eh? Because um, eh? Fuck with it. <laughs> because uh, um, yeah, it, it, a, a lot of that shit doesn't seem to come through any day, nowadays, right? Everybody's yeah. happy and poppy and EDM and yeah. all that kind of shit. Griselda seemed to come through with that like real hardcore, heavy, dark fucking hip hop, yeah. you know? Yeah, and ever since then, I think you know the rapping has gotten a lot of better from everybody, which I like. And I think that's why, you know, um, the beat, like the water buffalo stuff falls right into place. But in the West Coast, as like, yo, we're rapping our asses off, but, you know, but we're doing it, we're doing it in our style, but it's like still like that gritty, you know, but y'all, y'all see when the, when the second one drops, it's going to be, it's like, real. I'm really proud of this one too. I mean, we didn't think it was going to be better than the first one, but the first one was kind of a slow burn for people because of COVID, but. This second one is going to be insane, man. We got like cool features too. Like, we got like some rapping, rapping on there. How much does it uh, uh, affect? Like you were just saying, like, it's a slow burn because of the COVID thing. How much does it uh, affect the the progress of your music when you can't do uh, live shows, live performances, get on stage in, in anything? No, I'm not necessarily saying you're the headline or anything. Yeah. No matter what it be, right? Whether it be a, a small venue thing where it's just you, you and Chase, or you in the yeah. board or something where you get to hop on stage and there's a bigger act coming on. Does that affect the progression of your music? Like, is, have you- yeah, I mean, yeah. like, okay. So when we first did this, it was like, we did this whole album, the whole W's first album, right when quarantine started. So in March, I went there, spent like a month there and we did, we did the whole thing. We did the whole album. 
And then um, we're like, yeah, we had a lot of plans. As you can see, there's a lot of stuff for it. You know, we have merch, we have videos, we had big plans. And then when the COVID hit, real, uh, when the COVID shit really hit, hit, it was like, damn, dude, like nobody's buying the merch because no one want to buy no money. No one wants to spend no money right now on merch because everyone's going through, you know, like their their thing, you know, mm-hmm. and you got to you respect that. So it's like, yeah, it, it, it slows the progression of as far as like sales or like ears it's getting to. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely not slowing down the production because we already have two done. We're starting three. We have another video coming for um, the uh, the sixth video coming for the first album. Mm. You know, so we're, 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 you know, we're continuing. I have a, I have a son on the way uh, in May. Oh, so like, congratulations. thank you. Thank you. So I'm trying to like, I make a lot of music. I have a lot of music that no one's heard yet that I'm going to put out. So, so, so like, how, I kind of planned it like that, you know? How many of you guys are working on the one project? You said you got two, you got three already started. How many of you is on one project? Not counting the features, like the core people. And Which one would The reason I'm the reason I'm asking is because I'm wondering how long it takes you to put a project together because you're making it from scratch, right? Correct. Yes. So um, how many people is involved in a project? So just me and Chase, really, and whoever else is featuring. Um, and it took us, um, I'd say, maybe like actual recording time. It probably took us like two weeks of recording time. Yeah, but no, I'm talking about you getting a beat, getting an idea, right? Because I can tell you from mine, right? Like if I get a beat and I get lit up, I can write a song by the morning. You know what I mean? But if I if, oh, I, dude, like, if I get a beat that I understand that I should use, it might take me a couple of days because I'm trying to chew up on ideas because I don't want to just write a simple represent. You know what I mean? So I'm trying you, to come you. you know what I mean? So how long did it yeah. take you to put a project together with Chase? <clears throat> Shit, man. It took us like that month, bro. It took us like that month because like the beat, he didn't he didn't make every beat like like right away but chase works really fast so he already had like some shit picked out and he had played some shit so it's like he throws 10 beats at you and you go crazy yeah he'll throw like not even sometimes he'll just throw the first one on and then we'll just start going and then it doesn't matter what it is really because the writing process is so easy like we make songs like the record we've done me and him with like when we were doing the non-perishables with everybody there we did like eight songs nine songs in one night and it was complete Damn. you know there were about, complete songs what about what about a concept of an album do you try to keep to some sort of an idea keep this yeah your search for the water stuff? buffalo stuff we, we wanted to keep it like you know so water buffalo is, is just like the the water represents the flow the, the the buffalo represents the strength so it's the strength and the flow in unison you know what i mean and it's like majestic if you ever see a buffalo or a water buffalo It's like majestic. You never see animals like that all the time. So it's like, that's kind of like what we wanted to, how to present it. We're going to be like the gritty, you know, we rapping over, over, we bringing the boom bap currently, the current boom bap sound back. And we're trying to make our own niche in the West Coast underground, like, you know, hip hop shit. But then we're also mixing like, you know, the little scenes, things like, you know, just trying to make masterpieces, man, you know? So do, so, you, do, you, do you like, do you, do you sit down and think, are we going to make a couple of love songs? We're going to make five represents. We're gonna nah, make, we just, or we you just, just fucking go crazy. We just go crazy. And we go, we're going to put this <laughs> on the album or not. And then and he goes, oh, we need, we need one like this. Boom. And then he plays and I'm like, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we'll just get inspired like that. And it's really like when we write, it's like, I write really fast, you know, like sometimes if I like what I'm hearing, I just write hella fast and then... Oh, I hear you on that, that one, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, I mean, me and Chase just get the writing, like, 
you know, Champagne Showers on the Bees is the first song. And that was the first song we did for the album. Like I literally got there, like we ate some, smoked a blunt, and then he played the beat. And then we just started going. <laughs> so how do you decide when you stop? Say you recorded 25 songs. How many are you taking for an album? Oh, yeah, we're, going, we're like, oh, okay, we're only gonna like, we're only gonna, we know already, we're only gonna keep it like 10 to 12. But like, man, the bees might be 15, to be honest, fuck, because there's so many songs like, you know, it has to be on there. How many do you end up? Sorry, I just I'm I, I'm kind of being selfish a bit on that, but it's also information <laughs> pricking, about you, right? Your brain. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, so if you say 10, 12, how many songs do you usually burn off and you say, "No, these are not gonna make it"? Is there a couple, or is there more? Or? Um, nah, there might be a couple. There might be a couple, but really, so it's not too much material that that they're that wasted. Yeah, because wasted. we'll use it for something. We'll put it out for a single. We possibly could. You know, some, yeah, and there's some songs that, that just make it into the abyss and it never comes back, you know, but for Dub Bees, we've been kind of, we've been kind of bullseye, like, for every song, like, eh, we gonna put this, just for show going on every time, like, <laughs> you know, after you hear the end product, you know, before you doing were, all that. You, you, you and Chase, you know, dialed in together, working on uh, projects together becoming like an actual thing when you were experimenting with different artists around the or uh, producers around the way ones that you knew people yeah. that you, you knew through another person or another two people or just giving a person a shot w was it a lot more difficult to get you and the producer on the same page um for me i've always had like in-house producers because i grew up with a lot of metal like i said union city a lot of talented people a lot of talented producers too um so it was just basically you know people i would get get along with already you know like mm -hmm. how chase was saying in the interview he don't fuck with no one that he doesn't get along with as a person mm -hmm. you know because really that's where that's where it begins really because if i don't fuck, i met chase through battling you know yeah so yeah. like um we were like hey you're tight hey you're tight hey let's be let's be tight friends friends that are hella tight you know <laughs> So that's what happens. And then that's basically how it is everywhere. Like you meet your A likes, you fucking stay in touch with them if they're if they're you know, if they if you guys click. So me and him, we always click as people. So I feel like it's always like um I was But just, it's it still comes down to going out and performing and networking and meeting people, right? Yes, very true. Yeah. No matter what, right? So in this cold we're all a little fucked. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just I gotta bring my depressive five cents into it. Have you had to work with someone who you do like, but the just everything is fucking whack, whether yeah. it's a producer <laughs> or a feature, and you're like, yo, yeah, look, we're friends. I'm gonna continue to hang out with you, but we can't fucking do this together. Have you had, yeah. had those moments? I, yeah, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do have a couple people that I was like, uh when I work with them because it's fun. I I just love to make music. I'm never going to like put it out or if they put it out, they put it out. But, you know, like, yeah, I have a couple of friends like that. And you can't, I don't want to tell my friends that because like, I feel like they should just figure that out for themselves. I'm not, I, I'm not nobody to tell people what their dream is or what they want, you know? Mm -hmm. So, if, but I'm not, but I, but I control my time and if I'm going to be there or not, you know? So like, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disrespect anybody or say anybody's names, but yeah, there's been a couple of rappers that, you know, like I I hopped on their shit and, and and then you know like the song might have been tight, but then like the body of work per se isn't like in my wheelhouse and I don't really you know yeah.
talking, about, really talking about dreams, so just pedal back a little bit. Um, obviously, you've been doing this for a while, so it is a dream of yours to be doing this, right? And uh, how, how close are you to it now? Are you making money off of it? Do you still work? Uh, barely? I mean, you know, like, uh, yeah, but it's nothing to. Uh, like well i'm not saying you're buying off. bentley's and mentions i'm saying yeah yeah you... yeah well, i mean yeah i'm making i'm making i'm making something off of it but it ain't, it ain't like substantial to like live a life you know yeah like i still work you know what i mean so like well i don't work right now but i mean i work you know i still work at, like yeah, yeah. my schedule yeah so like i had to do that still because you know the, this music thing and i mean you know it's hard to take off especially like we're talking about there's no shows that we could to be had there's no, you know, we we actually did a Twitch uh, concert on Ilmax. Um, we did the uh, that one above monthly he does on Twitch, mm-hmm. and uh, Avo like record. You know, it was like me. It was like Water Buffaloes, Frack, Esm performed, and um, yeah, I think I think it was just us two. Yeah, it was just us two. Yep. And then um, it was it was streamed on on Twitch, and that was fun. But it's like, yeah, you know, it's no, there's nothing like, you know, seeing a crowd and shit, you know? Yeah, the rush, right? Yeah. Where's Amy at? Amy, you there? Oh, shit. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm just listening. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Let off with your randoms, right. Amy. I mean, knew, no, I was going to say. You have like a I was going to say, them. she's saving them up. She's saving them up. <laughs> <laughs> I put, hey, I'm not going to get you off track if you're in the middle of a story. I do have randoms. Nah, you know, you know what I'm saying? I might just be talking y'all guys' heads off. I'm I, my bad. I didn't want to. No, no really. bro. You're no, the guest. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear from us, right? You're the guest. You're the one that people want to hear from. It's good. You're yeah, a great we wouldn't talker. have a show if people wanted to listen to us. <laughs> no. I thought it was pretty funny, man. I, I listened to you guys' um, interview with Chase, and I thought it was very thorough. I thought it was great, you know? Yeah, thanks. I mean, like, we honestly, we say this, and I think sometimes people <coughs> hear us say it and think that it's, like, our thing or, like, a gimmick or, like, trying to be different or whatever, but, you know, the real shit is in anything, like, me and Jason have a history together of MMA, like, UFC coverage, websites, yeah. podcasts, stuff like that, and it's the same in every in every genre, whether it's battle rap, whether it's sports, you know. Uh, you so my boy Max this- Holloway. My yes, boy, Max. Oh, little Max. He's my boy. I love Max. But anyway, uh, you guys see this when you watch um, any kind of hoops coverage that you watch that like at the end of the day, all the shit's the same, right? So if you're talking yeah. to battlers and it's a Grand Prix, it's like how often, how how fast do you write? How you, How's your rebuttal game feel? Did you watch last week? And we hate that. We've always hated that. We hated that in MMA. I mean, every show was... How's your weight cut going? Who'd you train with? You know, it's all yeah. the same. So legit shit. And we say it all the time, even though it probably sounds like bullshit. Everybody knows enough about you if they already know who you are. Anybody who yeah. knows anybody we're talking to already knows who they've battled or if they make music. We just want to talk true. to y'all, dude. Like, that's why we don't sit here like, I have a question next. Okay, Jason, your turn. You know, like, we're literally <laughs> yeah. here to with whoever. So, um, <laughs> My bad, you know. I mean, this is a very thorough interview. Y'all got me open, man. I started talking about my fucking past, and shit, man. but that's See? that's that's what it is, man. Instead but of hot wings, we just kick it. But Fredo, you gonna like do it. me like that and call me out? You gotta hit me with your best boys to men off the top right now. Go. The what? The what? Your best boys to men. Go. Oh no! I ran out right now. 
Amy can't get me. a freestyle, can't get hold anyone on, singing. Uh, uh, but, but he's going to call me out, though. I'm, I'm trying to let me, let me think, let me think, let me think. Let me, mm. let me just simmer on that. They're my favorite. They're my inspiration. Let me think. Oh, shit. We don't even talk anymore. We don't even know what we argue about. Don't even say I love you no more. My, my voice is kind of fucked up. Saying how we feeling alone. Girl, alone. why do we hurt? Ah, that's all I got. That's all I got. Oh, <laughs> that's good, though, bro. Want to sing a hook for me? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, for sure, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just fucking with you, but that is a good voice, man. If you're down, I could use something like that for sure. Dude, that's what I do out here, bro. Like, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, I do all my, my, my cousin is like a big, big, big time, like, like, he's like a street rapper out here, you know, and, and I just do all these hooks and it's hilarious because it's just like, no, you I've, see the street I've, guy. I've heard some of your work, you know what I mean? And now actually hearing it live too, it's, it's, it's a good voice, man. It's nice. It's yeah, nice. it's cool. That was cool. Dude, actually, my voice is fucked up right now because uh, well, last night I was like, yeah, it's not warmed up. It's like kind of like chalky right now. I need to have some tea. Chalky. Or I'm not yeah. a singer. What does that mean? For me, it's like dry. You know, it's dry, but I have <laughs> saliva. But it's dry right now. You know what I'm saying? So I can't hit like my little things in the middle that you that that I like to do because it's just I, you know it's kind of flatter is what I mean. You know, mm. like I can sing, but it's I, I, it's you, not you, the same, um, right? I get yeah, you have to warm I, I, up. I get I get my Earl Grey and a fucking at least couple of spoons of honey in it before I start rapping straight up. You gotta warm up your throat. Yeah. No, honey, honey is for sure. And ginger too, ginger tea. I have ginger tea from the Philippines. Taste of ginger. That's my fucking problem. Everybody there's this tea, that, but I hate it. There's this tea from the Philippines, it's called salabat, and it's ginger tea, but, but it's uh it's kind of sweetened, so it's not that bad, but it's fucking amazing for your voice. Should look into that, but yeah, that's that's I, I hear what you're saying, but not, not 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 having it ready. But it's still a good voice, bro. You shouldn't talk down. You shouldn't talk it down. I mean, oh, look, yeah, yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't even and refuse to sing "Happy Birthday" to people. So I mean, you sounded <laughs> good to me. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Damn, I was like, well, what song should I sing? I can't sing no like ballad right now. I gotta sing something like <laughs> right now. I'm rolling weed and shit. I'm like, hold on. I was expecting you to pop off with some like end of the road shit. That's what, That's what I thought. That's what I expected yeah. too. I expected yep. end of the road. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Are you ready? You're going to be sorry. You're going to be sorry you asked because I am just going to hit you with a bunch of random shit now. All right. All right. Um, first and foremost, this annoys me because I am an anal retentive weirdo that has the weirdest pet peeves. Does it bother you when people inadvertently call you Frito? Um, at first, yeah. I mean, now it's just like, I kind of just be like, yo, it's Fredo. It's not um, uh, Frito, actually. <laughs> yeah. And you know, people like to, like to spell my name F-R-A-D-O. No, what? Yeah. yeah. Or, or I've even got like F-R... A Y D O H. Shut up. What? Yeah, like you know, like girls get creative with the with the with the with the love letters, you know. Absolutely oh. not. <laughs> Unacceptable. And that's you coming know, from like, an A M Y Amy. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. But my my real name is Alfredo though. So. I was gonna say, like, just tell them yeah. the short for your name. How do you fuck that up? Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, come on. You, take off the L. I'm still. They'll out. still add an I. Some people will add an I. No. Like, where's the I come from? No. 
<laughs> All right. Yeah. How many how many pairs of shoes would you say you own, bro? Oh what shit. Jeez. Uh, uh, now, because you got more shoes than I got brain cells. I know you do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at, so two um, pairs. I, I would Kill say yourself. during the SB era. <laughs> during the SB era, I had four hundred and twenty-eight pairs. That's crazy. Before. Like like maybe Jesus. like maybe ten. Like, that was like that was like a decade ago. Um, I got into some police trouble and uh, I had to sell a lot of my shit. You know, so I'm rebuilding um, my last number. I think I counted was uh, I think I got like 117 pairs right now. It's not a lot. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> OK. <laughs> How many? Yeah. What the fuck it, is not a lot? Would you have like a whole extra? Do you have like a shoe closet or what do you? Yeah, uh, I, I had a walk in before, but I moved into this new spot. Um, my girl, I, I basically just had the top of the closet and then. Um, the bottom of the closet. So okay, the whole and closet. In the middle of the closet. And then I have like the side, <laughs> and the basement, and then I have yeah. So it's not really a lot of, uh, and then I have a storage. So, Damn, but um, right. I don't. Do you have Do you yeah. have as much ink as you have shoes? Uh, as far as like what, like tattoos? Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I got more shoes than tattoos. I think I got. I actually got tattoos of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need a picture of this. All right. Uh, yeah, I got. Yeah, I got some. Yeah, I got some New Balances on my. <laughs> yeah, I just get. Yeah, because Bobby Butcher or Baby Franco, he tattoos. So like, that's another thing. When I was there at Chase's, this one was just tat. I got like five tattoos the first night I was there. Um, because he just, you know, he was just there and it was all squad and he was just tatting everybody up. But yeah, I got. I must have got like. T- I, I left that vacation with like ten new tattoos. Damn, dude. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Shoes will never go away. Like I, I'm already planning my my son's uh, collection. <laughs> I, I already got I already got some of uh, the collections. Uh, some some for his like when he's like a like a sixth grader already. I can't. That that's that's some planning I have right there. All right. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's bro's not even born yet, but cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so i got him i got him <laughs> talk a little bit about uh i know this is kind of like going way back i don't want to interrupt you when you're going through your story because no nah, it's cool it was good but talk a little bit about tightrope walkers and slacker nine mm. also and and i'll say it again slacker nine. Oh my god wow okay uh so tightrope was a, a group that i i formed before i went to the navy and like I said, it was uh, me, Swarm Shogun, which is my best friend, um, Drake Blackman, who sh- showed me in eighth grade that I can't that um, rapping is possible while doing graffiti, and it's funner like that. Um, Super Thirteen, really, really good homie. I don't know what he's doing now. Um, and uh, and Chaz, the original, the original Tyrell Walkers was Ch- this guy named Chaz, and then um, we had a producer, Dies One. That was the original tightrope. And when I came back, it, it just became like uh, me, Drake, and Swarm, and Supa. And then we would do like shows. And that's what we would do everywhere. And then we were signed to like, we're well, not signed, but it was like a, a independent label called Slacker 9. And it was ran by Organics, uh, Organics crew, um, which was uh, Super 13's crew. And then this guy, Jer, that ran Organics, he was like the manager of the whole shit. So basically it was tightrope walkers, it was um, Organics and Thunderhut. Thunderhut was the crew that XI, Joe Cutter, all them came from. And um, like uh, 
Thunderhut was amazing, like a fucking group of fucking amazing rappers, dude. Like so good, like you know, kind of like on their freestyle fellowship vibe, but mm-hmm. darker. And they had XI was such a fucking prodigy. I met XI when he was like seventeen, and he was like out rapping all of us. It was amazing, like just on beat. It's it's amazing, like you know, just that underground thing. So Slacker mm-hmm. Nine was that. Basically, we would go tour around like California like up and down California and then, yeah we did that for a while man and yeah we we came out with a couple we came out with like a compilation album we did just a, I just remember doing a shitload of shows and it was it was fun wow that, that's crazy you did your homework <laughs> on that one slacker so, nine so all this old old shit you're talking about I haven't heard great Muda come up yet oh yeah so so basically tightrope um we kind of like you know, we were, we were doing our thing still, but like, uh, I just, I don't know, Swarm was in culinary school and, uh, he got a job. Well, uh, his, um, you know, when you, when you go to culinary school, you have to do hours, I you know, like, inter- like internship area. Yeah. Like internship hours. So he ended up cause his sister has a, a salon in Brooklyn in Williamsburg and she does the, um, the CEO, that chick from, um, food network. She does her hair. Mm-hmm. So Swarm got a, a gig doing that, working at Food Network for his internship for like the summer. And then so I had hooked up with my old school homie from IC Fam, which I told, see, I'm glad I told that damn story. So my boy Josh Rocks from, from IC Fam or whatever, I I, uh, I hooked up with him because he came back. He was a graphic designer. He came back from, from college. And then um, we had just clicked up and just started just like you know kind of he had like a little portable setup we were like making music and then I would always say you know Muda Muda because it's like the green poison and shit that he'd be spitting so we would we, we would like you know just we were just doing just me and him at first and then Swarm was like rapping with like some dudes in New York like the homie Box Guts all those fools over there um, and then he comes back and of course naturally he's going to gravitate to the squad so we just ended up making Great Muda a crew, you know? And um, it's crazy because Josh, um, when we came out with the first album, we came out with a shirt with it. And that fucking Great Muda fucking fan page stole our image. <laughs> stole our image. Like we came out with a, all apparel and then all these motherfuckers are selling the same shirt. So I had to hit them up and I told, you know, we, we, we had to shut that down real quick. But yeah, Muda is a... Uh, we just thought of hella acronyms. It was just like you know, most unstoppable team around is the one that's the main, mm. you know, uh, that that's the uh, whole thing behind it. And that was like, yeah, we did got a couple of videos. We did a whole bunch of shows, whole bunch of albums. It's kind of like training for what I'm doing right now, like water <laughs> buffaloes. Like we were doing hella shit with Great Muda. We were doing merch. Mm-hmm. We were doing shows, videos, everything we needed to do, you know, at the time. So. Like, that's the kind of shit I'm trying to bring back right now with the, the bees. And I'm also trying to include, you know, Muda guy, you know, because Josh, he's he's the original uh, great with great Muda. He does all my um, graphic designing for my uh, covers for like my solo albums. So he did Hope All as well. He did um, the Hope Floats album cover. cover and he, by the way. Yeah. And he did the Fresh Air one with me and Chase. Hmm. Yeah, he did that one. So he yeah. So like everybody in my life is still involved, like with me, you know, all my in- you know, so like I don't have to re- go far for any like type of thing. And plus, I graphic design myself too, because you know I make my own shit too. So, 
I mean, I must say when I pulled up the old Muda Twitter account, I followed by Barack Obama was not the first thing I was expecting to see. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? But here we um, are. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then here we are. I'm getting interviewed. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Now you know. Yeah. See, Barack, you know, shouts to Barack. Oh, we, we shout him out a lot. <laughs> we, we shout him out a lot before. Um, and, and even in freestyles. Yeah. But Ray Muda was, that's the OG, like, that's the 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 essence of like all the shit I'm doing now, man. You know, and even that's the and I would say like the essence of tightrope with is in that mood of shit because it's me and Swarm. You know, mm-hmm. you hear a lot of that big underground lyricism in there. The I West wish Coast I'd have known about him and you like two or three years ago when I was living in Brooklyn and going to culinary school. <laughs> oh yeah, you 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 went to culinary school? Yeah, man. Are you cooking still? Yeah, I'm a pastry chef. Oh, also my, yeah, my, my baby, my, my BM is too. She, I met her at, cause I worked at, I work at Apple right now. I'm a chef at Apple. Oh, dope. But yeah, but, um, uh, my girl, I used to work at Facebook at headquarters and I met, that's where I met my girl. She was, <laughs> oh, a, a cool. she was a, a pastry chef. She's a pastry chef. She's amazing. Okay. You need to link me up with her. I like her. I like, yeah, I mean, you're dope, but I'm sure that. Yeah, but she's cool. <laughs> way more cooler. I've, I've had lunch in an Apple building. They don't play around there. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, no, I yeah, I run. Uh, I'm the lead of the uh, Pack Rim um, station. It's like all the Asian shit, all the <laughs> fire shit. You know what I mean? Of course. And it's probably course. dope, right? Yeah, because they're like, "Yo, pick him. He looks like he makes good food uh, for eat- <laughs> and eats it." <laughs> yeah, that's me too. Oh, and right? definitely eats it. Yes, definitely eats it. I feel that. I feel you that. definitely don't yeah. trust a uh, uh, a chef that's skinny. A skinny chef. I don't know. See. Although See? I although nice. I got a couple of homies, I got a couple of homies that are skinny as fuck that are really good chefs though, nah. but they can eat a lot, which is funny because I'm like, man. No, that's not funny. Funny is not the word for that. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, no, you going back to social media a little bit. I got questions about this Instagram photo dump business. First of all, um, why in the fuck does it look like you're ten feet tall with a fisheye lens? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that that's what that's what um because I have a. I got a, I had an iPhone 11 and then it has that, uh, that zoom out feature and it looks, it makes everything look hella tight and sleek. So I've been using that for my like fits from above, like view from above pictures. I've been doing that picture from a lot of people do that picture. You all know that. Right. But like, I've been doing that picture since like, it was cool to do that picture. It's not even cool to do that no more. So I just thought I'd bring that back. I um, thought I'd bring that back. Also, whose yeah. dog do I need to steal? Uh, uh, Oh yeah, that's my uh, that's my nephew's uh, dog Saint. He's like a very very expensive fucking Frenchie. Is he a Frenchie? He's such a Frenchie. He's such a cutie. Dog. Yeah, anyway. he's like a really good nice color too, like a crazy color. I would. I just wanted to boop him. I'm a dog freako, so that's my yeah. Anyway, all right. So, but also, what is this app for your tracking your walking thing? I'm so into this. Oh, it's called Relive the Relive app, and it's uh, not my walking; it's my biking. Oh, bike! I was gonna say you walk really fucking. We're running, I guess. Okay. Yeah, that no, no, sense. that's my that's my bike. I like to I like to you know. Uh, it's nice out here right now, so I took a little bike uh, today actually too to my visit my grandparents. But uh, um, yeah, I, I I bike a lot. I uh, used it um ever since um quarantine started. You know, like uh, the, my gym was closed, so I can't play hoop because I usually be hooping. I usually be like you know be having like I be working out for a big guy. I'm kind of. You know, a lot of people don't, you know, I, I'm pretty agile for my size, though. So, like, I, I've been, like, a hooper ever since I was a kid. I, I played basketball on teams and everything, leagues. So, um, yeah, so biking has been my form of uh, just stress relief, really. 
to go on a nice bike ride. And then no, I legit am like into this app. I went back and rewatched your story like 10 times. I was like, I've never heard of this app. How, what is this? Yeah, it's called Relive. So basically it tracks like all the things you do. You could hike and stuff like that, but I always said it's a biking and then you, um, it tracks your thing. And then when, when you get home, you, you make the little video and you show it off. I like to show it off, you know, just to inspire my people that are like, you know, on the bigger side to like, you could be active too, you know? Sure, it worked. I'm like, let me walk and go get the mail. Yeah, you know, <laughs> or, or, or get you a little bike, you know, it's about to be, it's, today was really hot today. So I, I went on a bike, I was like, wow, it's nice uh, today. No. Don't talk not about for you hot. guys. Uh, yeah, no, not at all. in snow here, man. The garbage here for like two, three days. You live in Canada. What the? <laughs> That's correct. I mean, but Canada got some good tree too, though. I know that. That's what I was just about to ask you. Uh, yeah. I, I know. I know. I know. That's that's another one of your uh, your loves, <laughs> like battling and hip hop. And <laughs> what uh, <laughs> what what do you what strains are you into right now? What are some of your favorite strains of all time? Let's talk some fucking marijuana. If you could, if you could ask, that's my next question. If we're going to an event, like even when Dirtbag was doing his bots, like, hey, can we smoke there? Like, that's the only thing I'm going to ask, you know, <laughs> can we smoke there? You know, because I would say my favorite, hands down, is OG Kush. Like, hands down, hands down. I don't care all exotic, whatever. I love exotic. I'm from the town of exotic uh, weed. You know what I mean? I'm from the like area of exotic. So that's where it all comes from. But I like OG Kush the best for some reasons because it just gets me the most high, you know, but um, it just tastes really good. And I would say after that, I would have to say like this exotic shit's fire. I would say like, I've, I've smoked this shit called apple fritter. Fucking amazing. Runts is amazing still. I like, um, but like all the gelatos and um, like all the cookie, like type of uh, weed. I'm loving it. Mm Mm-hmm. Loving it. Uh, also, yeah, like, uh, cookies came in strong, yeah, yeah, super strong, bro. Like, there's all kinds of shit now. Like, the apple fritter shit, I don't know if it's out there yet. That shit is fire. Um, that Billy God. Kimber, that you, Billy Kimber, do you fire. find it uh, hard to find the strain that you had? You loved it, and then you're like, bam, fuck, would I get it again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, OG, OG Kush is my favorite. There's not a lot out here anymore, like, because everybody wants Zaza, everyone was want the exotics, you know. And um, like Zaza's is good. All the all the like cookie-ish, uh, wedding cake, all that bullshit. Like like that's just fire. Don't get me wrong, but compared to like a really really good OG Kush, super fire, man. It's my favorite. And luckily, the homie like Chase is has it. Bot- like when I go to Chase's, it's bottomless because the homie comes through, and then he just like blesses, you know, like mm-hmm. just the whole. And we're just. <laughs> fucking drowning in OG Kush, dude. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. I, I love it when I'm there and I just fucking blow all week. Like, you know, like, that's another thing, too, because it helps with the whole vibe of everything, you know? It calms us down because, you know, um, like, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a little bit, sometimes I get, like, the anxiety kicks in and then, mm-hmm. you know, you smoke that little blunt <laughs> or a fat-ass blunt and then the beats start kicking and then you're like, oh, you know, I could write. I could rap right now, you know? <laughs> Oh yeah, it's like the best. I record high. I record while I'm smoking. I fucking perform high. Like you know, it's just, do you? Do you I have no it, desire to stop. I have no it, desire to stop smoking it, weed. You don't find that it messes with your recording sessions at all? Nah, not not, not drinking at all. does. No drinking, drinking for does. sure. That's not the yeah. question. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, like weed. I find it's, uh, it depends on the song, but I still find that sober. I get 
um, I get it off better at some. It, it's certain. Yeah. Um. Some I would say yeah, no, because I would say yeah, no. It just sometimes. I'm not really, man. I mean, I just been. I love <laughs> to rap while I'm high. That's the thing because rapping sober for me, it's not as fun. You know, mm. okay. it's not as fun. I'm. I mean, I, I like you ask Chase, but Chase, on the other hand, likes to go back sometimes if he doesn't like it. But it's usually because he like crunk or something like that, and he doesn't like the his voice and i'm like i don't hear it but he personally hears it you know so you can't tell anyone you know like what to do because it's their shit but then it's like for me i keep my shit all the time if i if i I keep if i don't like it i'm not gonna leave the song like that you know like if i don't like it we doing it again you know yeah 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 Yeah, so i'll smoke like dude i I sit there and smoke like a couple pounds every time i'm there dude with chase like it's insane dude it's insane like you just said you're from the 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 home of exotics. Yeah, uh, that's the Bay Area. I, I I've I've loved weed for a very long time, and uh, especially since it became legal in Canada, there's uh, mm. more access to different shit. It's not like anything I was smoking in the past was trash. Obviously, yeah. I had those those younger stages as a young teenager, whatever, smoking like brown brick weed. It's just fucking dirt. You just get stoned. You don't even know what you're doing. It's got a hundred <laughs> seeds in a half quarter or whatever. But but. See, one thing I never fucking understood, all these fucking grades. Oh, it's 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 a triple A or quadruple A and exotics and all this fucking shit. There's no like actual grading system. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like it's but, like you but, can go but, past but, any restaurant, they're like best ribs in town. Who the fuck yeah, there's, for there's that? no grading system per se? Like what is it that makes it exotic? But they have um well, oh the exotic is because it's it, it's a couple of strands grew together and fused together first of all and then second secondly what makes it exotic is like you could only get it with those like those strands and if you grow it right and that's what you only get a little bit like it's lesser yield you know what i mean like yeah, the yeah, real yeah, shit, small yield yeah the the, yeah. the real the, the more real the more like real shit the shit that's not shocked and it's like hella hard or yeah, hardball yeah. like but but the shit that's been grown correctly, and you know when you see shit that if it's grown the way yeah. it's supposed to, it's like lesser. So so it's like it's more rare. So that's why they call it exotic because it's like bourgeois fucking mix of hybrid. You know, it's basically a hybrid plant. People, you know? a lot of people are under the impression. I didn't know what you just said. That makes the most sense. A lot of people are under the impression that exotic means it's a, a higher level of quality. Hmm. well um well they do because like you know like the shit over here in the club um if you're like a grandfathered in like your your establishment then yeah. you test all your weed you know what i mean so all, all the shit you get now from the store if you were to get it it'll have the percentage of the thc the percentage of what do you the, what, sorry what is the highest you see around there that you do that you remember I've seen the the highest I've seen so far was like thirty two. That shit was fucking insane. It was like because ninety dollars an eighth. I've heard that. I've t- I've talked to some knowledgeable yeah. people, and I've, uh, from what I understand, a plant cannot go over thirty percent of THC because other things have to exist in it. And we've had yeah. it's like thirty six, thirty eight percent. You know what I mean? I mean it's they just keep wild. But I'm like, yeah, that's what I've seen. But I I've smoked twenty nine percent. You know what I mean? I've seen 32, but I ain't never smoked that shit. I don't know, you know, because I'm not I'm not buying that shit in the club, dude. Like, I don't need to buy that because I have like, like I know growers here, and 90, I have I have, it's, 90 it's bucks for an eighth. 90 Bruh, bucks. You ain't gonna lie. 0.5 hey. grams of marijuana. 
Hey, ever since the whole like law with the legalizing of all the shit fucked it up for all the all of us like who are patients. Damn. Because you go to the store and they're taxing all of you now because it's the government taxing you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like eights that were once were 40 bucks out the door, 50 out the door are like 80 bucks now with Jesus. all the taxes. Wow. Yeah, I'm, that's why I'm never buying no damn thing, man. No, bro, I'm never, never, no you can't come, come buy it off me. Come here. Yeah, you know, no shit, no shit. We get a have have decent, well, not have decent, have zip of decent weed delivered for a buck, maybe 115. 115 is going to be great weed. Yeah, 115 is going to be over something. there. Yeah, yeah. something's going to be. That's one thing I fucking loved about Canada, bro. Like, I was in Calgary. And I was in Vancouver and they got some fire and it's cheap. It's hella cheaper and it's still fucking well, compared fire. Like to that, which compared to what you're saying, yeah, fuck. It's not, it doesn't seem cheap now, but once you say that, yeah, it's cheap. So 115 <laughs> Canadian? Well, come on, yeah, 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 so about a yeah, hundred bucks American probably gets you a half ounce of good deal, good weed. The good oh, that's weed, cool. That, well, I mean? That, that, I mean, that's cool. You know what I mean? That that that's like that's like here too, you know. But sometimes it's like like um well i mean you know i'm drunk oh yeah that's from the store right fuck yeah that's that's pretty cheap for the store because yeah, i'm buying it's, the it's, top. it's a little it, the it's store, a little underground store though this is like this is not a legal legal uh, thing. yeah <laughs> and these stores yeah, exist everywhere yeah, really they, yeah because they advertise I go to a is- store yeah i'm gonna buy the the most expensive shit because i want to get loaded you know that's just the way I do it. So yep. I've done that and I've suffered and I don't want to do it yeah. anymore because I don't need to, you know? So I'm just like, do they, I'm, do, they, do, do they regulate shit over there? Because around here, you can only get certain strength and it won't go over that in the store. Like edible, they will only give you, I think, 10 mil. And yeah, that's if it. you go to a government controlled dispensary in Canada, that's what you, the biggest edible you can get is 10 mil. You want a thousand yeah, mil? You get a yeah, it's trash. The whole, uh, the weed is garbage. Fucking, uh, it's a joke. Yeah, it's garbage. That's not where we get. If you're from. a smoker, you you got nothing to do in that store. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm not I'm not uh, um um savvy to the to where like uh to that anymore because I don't buy from the store no more. Because yeah. ever since I bought that goddamn, it was like seventy eight dollars, dog. I'm like, dog, you understand? <laughs> Fuck that. You, you understand that this is only a eighth, right? Mm. Oh my god! And it was even worse because you get two half eights. I got two half eights of of like two different strands so it's even smaller uh like you know you can't even get like the t- the as much as you want for the taste you feel me to yeah. you know because yeah, yeah, you yeah. smoke one bag i'll smoke i'll roll that whole thing up in one thing you know, shit. You know? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. so that's the thing because i smoke like big leaves so i'll smoke like frontos or like backwards before backwards i don't smoke backwards no more as much because they uh they kind of uh they kind of like I, I want to say they're like cutting corners now in their in their production because it don't. Right? Yeah, down it don't, quality, I'd say. It, it's just like I don't know, man. Like the the veins are 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 like wild, and then like the paper's thinner. So I've been smoking frontos lately. Um, I don't know if you guys have those out there. They're called fronto leaves, and they're like gigantic tobacco leaves, like like a gigantic ba- like backwoods. Ba- basically, it's like natural leaf, and he, I just cut my what I want to smoke out. How do you keep it? How do you keep it? moist um it comes in a bag you know and you oh, just crumble it up sort of... stuff it back in the bag and shit and then it's like moist yeah so just so like a backwood of, sort of like backwood yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah but it's like a uh it's like a longer package i'll say i'll i'll, I'll send you guys text of what it looks like but it's they're they're really good they're a lot more natural and um they're smoother i get the frontal leaf masters 
or Jungle Leaf. So they're the only two brands because all the other ones like stink. Like they smell like fish food and shit. <laughs> you, you open the pack, you're like, whoo, shit. You guys got you, baby? Shit. <laughs> Do you guys have like uh, hash and honey oil and all that shit? Is there, is there like, oh, a, is that popular yeah, out there? Yeah, my little brothers are big dabbers. Like they, they, they like have a, uh, they got like a honey badger, like the old school one, you know? Okay. But uh, yeah, like the dabbing culture out here is crazy. Like I went to this uh, cannabis cup one year. Yeah. And it was just like all dabbed out. Like I just ruined my whole day dabbing. With, with like shatter or with like actual like hash and shit? Oh, it was shatter, shatter, and shatter. Wax. Okay, yeah, shatter you're talking like hash. Like you're old enough. I'm sure you, you, you. I don't even know if this is a thing. It, what cold water hash? No, no, like yeah, like whole, like you know, like you put this uh, piece of hash on the end of the cigarette, brew it in the pot bottle, or like with yeah. with butter knives and shit, doing hot knives. Like that. That's oh, what shit. I'm talking about. Not not that method, because I hope we've grown from that. But yeah, hash like that. I ain't talking shatter and stuff. Time is said- that kind of black hash? Is that like? A, is there a market for that out there? Is that a thing you see? I haven't. Um, I haven't seen um any uh, uh like like the tar hash like the like the yeah. sticky hash in yeah. a while. But I'll let you know. I grew up smoking shit like that, and um, I all but I all but I have smoked some cold water hash um, recently. With one of my like one of my older homies, um, and he has all kinds of shit. Cold water hash, so it's like uh, you know, it's like hard and it's like, um, you know, like powdery. Yeah, you crumble. So it it's it's cool. It's cool. It's not like the sticky stuff is the one really because mm. it's like you get the bang, the most bang out of that, right? So, Last thing I had was gold sealed hash, man, and that's it was literally like a few months ago, and I smoke. I did smoke it with hot knives and burned my lip, but it was worth it. <laughs> it was, was it still, worth it? Oh, it was still worth it. Yeah, man, I fucking love hash buzz. That buddy buzz you get off it is nice. I love it. <laughs> I would assume, like, if I were to go to like another country, like I went to England to battle, and the weed wasn't that bad, but then they were like making fun of me because I was rolling fucking, like like all weed and i wasn't mixing tobacco they're like oh you mad and i'm like bro i'm like no i'm, I'm about to roll this the whole thing i ain't smoking no tobacco in this isn't that the weirdest shit i've never yeah, it's weird that. i've never understood people fucking put tobacco in their joints it's not a back home thing i don't know it I, maybe it's, it depends on the region where you are i don't know man. back yeah, home but, it's uh, more of a water hit man i do a fucking two liter bottle inside of bottle inside of a bucket fucking bam. <laughs> Oh drop, shit! Drop a couple of those and off you go. Well, <laughs> yeah, everybody, um, I, I remember being a kid, right? I moved to Canada. I was sixteen, right? So we would we would chip in for a matchbox of weed, and then like five of us get high off of it, right? <laughs> I love those days, man. Me and Swarm, we would buy like five sacks from the homie, <laughs> and, and and Swarm Swarm would have like a little keychain pipe, bro. And then we would smoke that shit and get so loaded, we would freestyle for like two hours and smoke the other half. <laughs> and then freestyle for another two hours just amazing we had like games we used to play with the freestyling and shit it was amazing it was somebody i don't know if you guys are familiar with my podcast i mean my my, my podcasting on dirtbag dan but i brought a lot of games there and uh it's kind of like a lot of the shit we used to do as kids oh, yo i forgot all about that shit you were popping up all the time on dirtbag dan show yeah damn i even forgot about his show because the way he ended it like he just cut everything off social media uh yeah doing battles be part of battles the show everything to concentrate on the so he's with the puppers yeah, yeah right yeah. that's what i'm saying um i don't really talk to the, uh, the man no more but um yeah you uh, know, i'm just saying that's crazy i forgot all about that but yeah uh-huh. but uh, as far as like that run of 
you know, the whole dirtbag dance with me, Frack, reverse live costume. Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, it was an amazing run. I mean, you know, I, I give it up to that. But, you know, I, I think, you know, everyone's moving on and doing their own thing now, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, all those games that I would play on, you know, besides, like, you know, like, Bar Pong is something we all play as battlers. But, like, all the other games that I, I brought there were, like, games that I used to play, like, just, just like, exercises, you know, rap exercises that me and Swarm used to do because we would be so bored trying to master our craft. So we would just try to do fun shit to make it to sharpen up. And we would just make these games up and then it would just take on a life of his own, you know? Mm. Uh, do you pay attention to uh, Amy? What's the name of uh, Shuffle T's show? Oh, sounds like. Sounds Have you like caught show. that Have at all? No, I haven't, but I'm really good friends with Shuffle T though. Bro, it's so good. And you probably have a lot of fun with it. It's a panel show. And there's always like six of them on there. And he it's like a game show kind of. Like they've got all these different segments and each guy, like they all get points. They're only like six episodes in. So, mm-hmm. uh, but they've had like Shoddy Horror was on, Pat Stay's been on, Thesaurus is on. Uh, I don't remember the next, it only comes out every two weeks. I just got the email about the next one. I don't, I didn't read it. It said something about Australia, but um, definitely check it out. Like it's, it's, a lot of fuckery but like there's a whole lot of actual like oh shit moments because all it is is like let's see how many rhymes we can come up with in like 10 different games and it's really it's really a lot of fun yeah that, that's yeah that's amazing yeah i love shuffle t's like whole thing he, he even does a, a daily thing on twitter where he does that like uh the rhyme mm-hmm. the, yeah the, it's, that's like yeah. part of the show yeah absolutely yeah, that's amazing oh okay yeah yeah so yeah I'm definitely checking it out. I'd like to be a guest on that show. That'd be amazing. Hit him up, man. It's awesome. Like, it's literally whoever is on, he just, like, teams them up, pairs them up into teams, and then he's like, okay, here's segment one. And and you can actually, like, email him or whatever if you want to see it. You can watch them record a live one, like, on their Zoom two weeks before it comes out and, like, see how it kind of goes or whatever if, you're, if you just want to like, uh, Yeah, I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, I'll forward you. I, uh, I don't know if I have your email, but I'll send you. I'll send you a link. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited. All right, Fredo. Uh, before before we let you get out of here, uh, I guess let, let us know what's next for Water Buffaloes. If you're doing anything on the side and anything you want to plug, let everyone know right now. My guys, all right. Uh, okay, so Fredo Algebra. Um, at Fredo Algebra, all spelled correctly. No jokes, no gimmicks. Uh, on uh, IG, on Twitter, uh, Facebook, also. Um. Follow the Water Buffaloes page, Water Buffalo 667 on um, YouTube. Uh, Water Buffaloes 2 coming soon. Free karaoke. That's my uh, EP coming out really, really soon. Got a couple of singles coming out with a few uh, different artists. Um, check out the, the the merch on chillfamo.com. That's chill, F-A-M-O.com. You get, um, we got a little bit, uh, we have a sale going on right now. All the Water Buffalo stuff is on sale. Only a few sizes left. Not a real, not a really a uh, lot of, but we trying to get rid of it all because I have a lot of new stuff coming for this Dub B2 thing. It's going to be crazy. Um, a lot of more chill fans, uh, just my personal collections coming out soon. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much, man. I had fun, man. You guys really got a lot out of me in this one. Shit. <laughs> Sheesh. Thank you again for the time. And like Amy said at the start, we are definitely having you and Chase. And you and Chase on together is good enough for me. But if we get the three of you just doing impressions, impersonations, if Amy gets her wish, I'm good with that too. And All right, Amy, cool. Amy must be on cloud nine right now because 
Let me tell you before you get out of here. She must have this is coming. Uh, what was it, 2011 or 12? I think 11. I, I set up, I wasn't doing uh, podcasts or online radio or whatever is considered at that time for combat sports shit. I set up Amy when she was doing it with this guy named Organic. His, oh, wait, he, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I know. I'm going to say this first for the first fucking time since you never let me. I don't do think it. he believed I would do it, is what, where we're going to go with this conversation. But go on. So. Amy gets it organic on the show. They they talk an MMA about, show. Yeah, the correlation of how he set up King of the Dot with uh, like MMA, old UFC, old Pride fighting uh, tournament style, and, and all this shit. Good good show goes down. I'm not even part of it. At the end, Amy fucking drops on him. Can you give me a freestyle? <laughs> no. So years go by. It was like what November 2020, Amy during the Grand Prix. She, I've known Sharon for a long time. Sharon and I had a podcast for about two years, an <laughs> MMA podcast. So Amy and I were just talking one day, and I was like, you know what? If you're going to ask anyone ever to do that again, that's the guy. Ask Sharon. Fuck it. I've never seen him say no. My old coach, <laughs> when I hosted Rear Naked Choke Radio, every time we'd have Sharon on as a guest, Sharon would fucking drop a freestyle on Conor McGregor, Jose Aldo, mm-hmm. Ronder Rousey, whoever the fuck. Just mm-hmm. boom. So Amy asks, no. She asked Fredo Algebra tonight to sing Boys to Men, and she got her wish. So she must feel real fucking good right now. Third time's a charm. Congratulations, Amy. He did it to Yeah, himself, I mean, though. yeah, you guys put me on the spot, and my, like I said, my voice is chalky. I wasn't ready, but I, you know, I had to do my best. Hey, you manned up. Organic yeah, didn't. You know? Sharon didn't. Fredo did. That's right. Sharon promised the video, though. Yeah, sure. So <laughs> so he, like, he, when he you guys start one. video, because we're pro- we're going getting into that, he's like, when you guys do video, I'll give you one. So I'm holding him to that. Lies, all lies. My my my, my, my girl was like, "Are you going to sing Boys to Men right now?" And I was like, nah, <laughs> "I already did. I already did. You, you missed that train." Oh, we'll send her the link. I, now I need to be linked up with her. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. No, no, baby. You know what I'm saying? It was so terrible. I'm going to do it again. You know what I'm saying? We might whole life. That's all I got for you. You won't stop you. Anyway. I'm going to put in requests every once a week. I'm going to just hit you on Twitter and be like, Instagram live right now. Nah, that shit was fun. Boys to Men, I'll say that all the time. Because, I mean, you know, how many times? Everyone's been drunk one time singing fucking End of the Road or some shit. See? Like Fuck, somewhere. I was at like grade eight fucking dances, just fucking Let's trying go, to... baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, Fuck that's, yeah, man. That's me too. Yeah, man. I'm from that same era, baby. Oh yeah, there's there's a girl that I like. <laughs> you go over there and fucking hey, would you like to dance? Fucking end of the roads on. Fucking dad, dude. You're special if you're dancing the end of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means the girls actually like you. Yeah, Aww. it's like, oh, yeah, I've saved you for the end of the road, uh, Boys to Men song. Cause yep. It feels like shy or something like that. Something else. <laughs> that's like, that's like in the mid. That's like, okay, it's the beginning of the first slow song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, you know what? I got to know this uh, before we do let you drop. What bet for you? Not necessarily goat of everybody, best writer, best pen, but just overall favorite oh. rapper of all time. Because I got this question for everybody after we talked to Gully. Jeez. Um, Jesus Christ, guys! It has to be one person. 
I mean, I'm sure you've got a list of like 20 that you have in heavy rotation, but like you don't have a goat, a personal goat. Don't say you guys, Amy. The goat. Blame this on us. The goat will probably be uh, Black Thought. I would say Black Thought. Black Thought would be probably because um, he's still because I would say cannabis because cannabis changed my life like rapping period. Like anybody that was trying to be an MC around that area, around that era, mm-hmm. when cannabis came out with the, all the mixtapes, the beast from the East, he changed my life, you know, but as far as like longevity, Black Thought, Black Thought's the best pen right now for sure. For sure. Hands down. Like I, I would say or either him or Royce to five nine right now. Good call. Good call. So yeah, cannabis, but, um, if cannabis changed one. your life, did disaster ruin it one night? Nah, nah. I mean, like <laughs> I, I had already Come been, on. it's it's already, you know, that, that era's been gone. You know what I mean? So so it was kind of like fucking seeing the old the my my young dog put the old dog to sleep that mm. you know, and it was like, yeah, he destroyed a lot of shit, but he'll never he can never take away what cannabis did for rap, you know? I agree so with I, you. Yeah, but but it just it's just not the a good the best look for him. That was to pull not out a, a good look. look. That was that's yeah, not how you, you know judge cannabis on. Or even when Eminem was destroying him, when yeah, Eminem really exactly. became you know Eminem, uh, yeah. it's the the standards yeah. are different, right? Eminem has so many people he could just say like cannabis sucks and it would shut cannabis down, and he's letting off yeah. kisses at him. But uh, it, cannabis definitely had a moment in hip hop history. And, and Eminem for show. Sure. Eminem for show sure changed or, my uh, life. Uh, too, cannabis, you know? so cannabis. I meant no, no, no uh, but Eminem it. for sure too. Eminem for sure was a big influence, like in the early, in the earlys, of course. But yeah. you know, like I, I was big on like because you know back in the day, it's like it wasn't cool to sound like people. You know what I mean? Mm. So it was like so now it's like you can pull from thing and sound like this guy. You know what I mean? And it's, mm. it'll be cool, but it's really not. You know? Nope. So <laughs> it's like, it's I, like I bet uh, you could do a mean slim shady LP for us. Oh yeah, like before, yeah. You know who else is good? You should have asked Chase to do the Slim Shady. Ah, oh, I missed out. Chase, I Chase knows more it. of the words than me. I, I could do like the uh, like the, the the like the the beginning stuff, like you know the uh, brain damage. Ever since the dead, the, dude, that that album was amazing. Like all that, that shit was. was so good. Like it's just you know my rap i mean my uh my taste for rap has just gotten more refined and refined and as i'm doing music it changes you know so like i would still say the goat top like top i would say of course red man like i was saying bust the rhymes like but i would say yeah uh but i would say uh i would have to say fucking like black thought because he's 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 the most like long he's still fucking amazing you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's still amazing. Like, so, but, but, but uh, that's yeah, Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter too oh, is my big Rocky Rock. There we go. Yeah, Rocky Rock. That's like me and Chase like to fuck around and say that's we're like the new uh, Helter Skelter type shit. Like oh, we want to like be like that. that. Like, yeah, we like that. to do that. Would you? Oh, say wait a minute though. Saying? You talking about Black Thought? You said Eminem. You also said Royce. I'm gonna put Jason on the spot here because he doesn't like Yeah Yeah. I know you like this song. What song? Yeah, 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 on music to be mur- murdered by. Um, yo, I, I never heard, I never heard like I, I don't, I don't listen to that. that right. That's I haven't oh. heard that. Yeah. Okay, hold up, um, go ahead. I'm gonna just do what I'm doing right now. <laughs> well, that backfired. I'm gonna lie to you. I, I, oh, I might have heard it, but it doesn't really, um, like I can't remember. I can't recollect. I listen to so much music every day, but uh, I haven't. I have listened to that album. I tried to listen to that. Uh, album with uh, Chase, we were, we were like driving uh, to LA, so it was like a long drive. 
and we try to listen to that one. It was good. We, we skipped through, but you know which one? You're like Busta Rhymes' new album was not that good, in my opinion. I've I've not heard it, so we're even. I'm afraid it's not you. that. I'm afraid I'm my feelings are going to be hurt because I keep seeing people I respect like in hip hop from over the decades say like, eh, it's tight, but it's not that good. And I'm like, I don't oh, know what he's I- doing. To be honest, Jay Kelly, I have uh, no clue what the guy is trying to do. Uh, I don't know if he's trying to like, 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 like announce teeth. speeches. Like there's this one. It sounds like he was, he was just talking. It just sounded like he was just speaking. I'm like, dude, you need to start busting a rhyme. That hurts. That hurts. <laughs> Please. Somebody bust a rhyme. And like I was just like, oh, there he has this one song with Kendrick, which was really good. But I'm not really um my one of my favorite new rappers is I mean he's not new, but like you know, you know, Jid J I D. He's really good. Um, he's one of my favorites right now. Have you heard of uh like Earth Gang? No. And like, you know, all the fools from like Revenge of the Dreamers, like uh on uh J. Cole shit. No, no, no. So J. Cole did um for Revenge of the Dreamers, um his third album, he did like a documentary, which he locked. I don't really mess with J. Cole at all, mm-hmm. but he locked down really? this. Uh, yeah, he, he he locked down this like studio in Atlanta and he just did invites only. So he invited like hella tight, crazy artists, hella producers, and they made an album in 10 days. But uh, the dudes, I don't really mess with J. Cole, but the artists that went there, I met, I really, really like. So J. like Earth nice Gang, yo, he's he's sick. If you check out the Revenge of the Dreamers 3, it's fucking amazing front to back. Like, um, he has artists like Jid, Earth Gang, and then they have a crew that's like a super crew, and then they all like play instruments. It's fucking amazing. They're called Spillage Village. Huh. And, and they uh, play like live, you, like actual instruments? Like, the- yeah. And it's like the theme of the thing is like, it's like a church, it's like a Sunday service, but it's not, it's like church service, but it's not, it's like, it's almost gospel-y, but it's like, they play all the instruments, they sing everything, they rap, and it's like amazing. It's like the, the, the production is stupid. It's like, there's like lullabies on there, like, like old school, it's just old school, like just music. It's like, it's like uh, old school sounding, but it's like super current, like the production, the rapping is super like intricate. It's pretty tight, dude. Like like old school hip hop sounding or like old school like no, it's soul like, or like yeah, it's like old soul. It's like it reminds me of this, like outcast, like a oh. oh. like that, like that type of shit, like dungeon oh, family. But then, like I definitely yeah. need to hear some shit like that. Mixed with like, you know, they have like their whole like they probably have like a whole church like background, like some of them, but dude, it's fucking amazing. They have a girl in the crew called her name is like Mar- Mariba. She's amazing, dude. Like mm. she raps, sings, amazing. Like they play all the. If you they have a Tiny Desk concert on uh, YouTube, I don't know if you guys follow Tiny Desk. No, but uh, like Tiny, Tiny Desk, Desk is a is a um it's a channel where where it's a it's like a, a elementary school in like um, Washington D.C. and it's okay. like they they hold like unplugged concerts in the classroom. So it got famous from they they have like a million of them like with like underground bands, but the one that was famous because of T Pain. T-Pain like sang with no auto-tune and then it was just like his boy Dude, on the it was so good and it was so good so good and then so after that like Anderson Pac did one and then Wu-Tang fucking got one um mm-hmm. and like whole so many people got one like like bands rappers like like folk singers like all kinds of like rock, you know like all kinds of shit under the sun every type of genre but they got one because you know COVID now so you could set it up like all crazy, you know what I mean? So they set up this whole like studio to look like 
it, it kind of looks like a it's not church but it looks like it looks like it could be an altar you know but then they're all performing and super tight like huh. everything is instruments like there's no there's nothing like there's no beat it's all like drums all the instruments are being played but the band is crazy mm-hmm. that is fucking nuts that's fucking village village i haven't even seen any of this shit ever pop up on social media no one ever fucking talk about no nothing nothing i swear to god i have sent you the tv adele adele got a fucking uh a fucking uh tiny desk dude they're so good alicia keys fucking like there's a lot of people like i'm gonna show you guys a lot of stuff like i'll I'll text you a lot of stuff jay kelly yeah 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 please do sorry man i'm i'm all rambling and shit no you're not no you're not it's good it's good but, hey, uh, look, do you know, I'm sure you do, we sat here and talked to Poison Pen for over four hours one night. You are not rambling. We dude, that's here. my boy. Dude, Poison Pen is my dog. Right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he's the reason why I got to go to New York all those times. Oh, so, yeah? Uh, battle. Yeah, like, he, he's the one that set up. Because after I battled Swave, he came up right up to me. He was like, bruh, you should have switched your OT for your second round. You would have won the battle. And he was like, he's like, I'm for sure going to book you. Show enough, show uh, oh, and also, um, great Muda. We performed at EO Dub at the end of the week over there. Actually, when I when I um when I battled Roan, um, because you know, I, I'm 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 heavily tapped into the streetwear um game because I used to do a like a like a my own brand for a long time called Thorough with a couple of uh, other my homies, and we stopped doing it, but I we were in the midst of doing it at the time, so I was in New York with all my buddies from like. They're like big wigs now in like streetwear industry, but um, like uh, uh I, I was chilling with them, and then I we did a uh, we did a show at EO Dub at the end of the week, and that's pretty historic too. I, I forgot I did that. So you know that that's all because of Poison Pen. Poison Pen stayed. He's like my fam still, still I'm still in my phone, still always same hard body dude ever. Yeah, I don't. I have uh, no bad words to say about Poison Pen. I never did before I spoke to him, but definitely after we spoke to him because for sure we were. I mean, we we might have had maybe what ten guests or something at that point. The most probably not even. And uh, when I reached out to Pen, he got back to me. He said, "Yeah, yeah, I have came across you guys. I'd I'd like to come on. Sure, you know, set it up." I said, "Like, I I know who you are. I've been a fan for a long time." I want to have like a talk. I don't know what kind of time restrictions you have. And he messaged me back. He's like, you want to talk, talk And second talk was in capitals. Mm-hmm. And I, and he's like, okay, I got you. And oh, he's like, uh, you want to talk, talk. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, we're like fucking two and a half hours into the Plus show. We started way later than normal. We started yeah. this shit at like 10 o'clock at night. 1030. Oh, 10, wow. Yeah. So, yeah we, we were like two, two, mm-hmm. three, two, mm-hmm. two 40, 2 AM or something. Uh, once we we were we were going it's good whatever it's like let's wrap and let you get out of here and he stopped us he was like no 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 we're having a talk talk and (laughs) then gave us us so much time and so much game and so much knowledge and so much history that like especially for someone who you know there's no it's not like we're a platform like uh that's you know well recognized been around for years everyone knows us for him to give us that uh yeah i can never say a bad word about that guy (laughs) Yeah, he's he, he's always going to be solid. Swave Sevos will always be solid. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're just you know they're a bunch of very authentic, real ass motherfuckers that all that will never change. And I I like that because he's like, let's go. Sorry, I'm I'm watching a fucking Warriors game. 
<laughs> I was like, I don't think he's like, let's go at all. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was sorry. It's really close right now. I mean, no, it's not like I'm t- it's taking away from the, the interview. I'm just, it's a really big shot. <laughs> Steph Curry, baby. Anyway, but yeah, uh, always solid. Um, EO dub. What else? Um, yeah, man. I just have a lot of, I'm just blessed because of, you know, grind time and just battling um, opened a lot of avenues in my life that, you know, outside of battling music, whether it be music, whether it be just like sightseeing, you know, like, hey, you're from here. Hey, I'm from here, dude. So here, you know, just fucking here, go here, go there. Mm-hmm. And it also helps like everywhere you're, I travel. I know somebody with some weed. Yeah. That's cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell Even you something I... that is going to make you hate me? What? When I lived in Vegas... Um, I worked at an event at the casino I worked at and Steph Curry was part of the event. I didn't even know who that motherfucker was. And I was hanging out with, I was like, sort of God, like years later, I was like, oh, that's that guy. That's how bad I know that guy to plead bull. Yeah. (laughs) I hate basketball. Dude, like I love sports, but basketball ain't it. So no, no, as I had no idea. I mean, there were some old, older, like older players there that I was like, oh, I know who that is. I know who that is. But like all these newer, I mean, this is like 2014. I guess he wasn't new. He was probably like five years in then or whatever. But I had no idea. Like, I don't watch it. So yeah. mm. you just said that. I was like, oh, that time, that kid. Yeah, he was. What's I got over there? Who y'all got? A, you have the cabs over there, huh? How would I know? <laughs> Ohio, right? You, you, you're in Ohio, right? Cleveland. I'm not from. Look, I've been here for like eight months. I don't do Ohio. I don't know shit about Ohio. I know there's some Buckeyes and they're the most terrible people. Um, that's all I know. Yeah. I don't basketball. What about, okay, so where, where are you from from then? I don't, Jason, where am I from from? I don't even know. The land of the Hoosiers. No, oh, God Indiana. damn it. No, okay, look, absolutely not. You know, it's um, always going to be that when you ask me. No, I grew up upstate New York as a kid. But, but you know. But, 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 but yeah, so I've lived a few, I lived in Indiana, Michigan, uh, Ohio. A lot of Indiana, a lot of Indiana. Yeah, a lot of, way too much Indiana, the second worst place on earth. Um, but, but I grew up in New York. As a kid. Oh, okay. Word, word, word. That's what I'm saying. But if you're talking sports, like I'm a Miami fan, so you can hang on. Miami Heat? I don't basketball. Oh, okay. That's right. (laughs) And I know we we had just lost to the Heat. I was kind of upset about that one. It was a really close game. I mean, I'm sorry. Nah, that's all right. It's not, it's not a big deal. I know. I know. You, you guys are on your hockey over there, high in Canada, though. Fuck huh? no. <laughs> I can't you stand that over there terrible now? sport. Dude, he hates hockey. It's the weirdest Canadian thing. Yeah, I grew that's up crazy. playing hockey. I played hockey. I played like organized hockey, and then no, no, I don't know. Like fucking 11, 12 years old, I realized basketball is way better. This basketball right. shit's amazing, and I, I got really good at that and played organized basketball for a long time, and then. Okay. Then, then then I st- start realizing you know what's even better than this? Combat sports. Oh, oh actually, I see. I see. That's right. That's right. motherfuckers that's up, learning how to throw head kicks and shit. Yeah, that, there you go. But uh, that got more fun for me. But definitely basketball is a, a close second to combat sports for me. And hockey can go fuck itself. Yeah, I mean you 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 know the Raptors. You know what I'm saying you guys be you guys you guys you guys got us, man. Fuck. Yeah, we did. But who, hey, I don't know if you guys get what this game is amazing right now. It's crazy right now. It's so close. But uh, battle. Um, so 
<laughs> he can't even get words you. together. He's so I know. I'm, I'm just like listening. I want to listen to you what? watch this game now. It's amazing. Well, Fredo, we were we were just letting you get ready to get out of here. Unless you got anything else to add, I know you plugged things before, but it sounded like you were just about to say something. I do. Um, I, I want to ask you guys questions now. Okay. Go. Oh shit. All right. Um, favorite food, like hands down to eat. All the, you know, each one of you guys. Pizza. Steak. What'd you say, so, Krill? Steak. Krill says steak. I say pizza. Fire. Um, this is a two-way tie every time. It's either sushi or legit, like, good-ass, old-school French vanilla ice cream. I thought that was going to end with good-ass. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, French ass. vanilla ice cream? <laughs> yes. Where are you going to get good-ass French vanilla I'm ice gonna cream? I'm going to make at? it. Shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. You a pastry chef. <laughs> Babe, she a pastry chef. Yeah, she was like, yeah, she's like tapping her heart or something. That's right, see? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like sushi. Sushi, I, lo- I love a good steak, too. And I also love just uh, Korean food. Fucking amazing. I bet you make some amazing Korean food, though. I do, I do. I make Korean, I make all the really good just Asian stuff, huh? Like, yeah, they, 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 were, they really knew what they were doing. Like, I, like we were talking about earlier. They're like, hey, the big Asian guy. <laughs> 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 can you whoop some chow mein i know you're gonna make that <laughs> uh, i bet that does happen though all the time yeah i mean but like really like i'm you're not gonna hire like a chinese guy to make the the, the mexican food you know I mean, so you know that, what i mean that depends on where you live i would say <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i guess uh i, I guess because over here the, yeah a lot of mexicans are, are cooking chinese food <laughs> so <laughs> what i'm saying though but i'm saying if you're gonna ask like you know, I, w- I would just keep it authentic, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. So I just, that, that, that's something I really wanted to ask people. <laughs> I, I used to uh, have a, a blog and I used to, uh, I mean, a vlog and I used to do interviews and that was the, one of the things that I would, uh, you know, ask people, like, what's the first thing you think about eating in the morning? All right. Wait, like let me, I'm going to ask you the one I used to ask everybody when I had my other shows. If All you right. If you could have been... You were alive back then. If you were any dinosaur, what dinosaur would you be? Probably Triceratops. Nobody has ever said that, I don't believe. Everyone wants to be a T-Rex, but T-Rex got short arms. Bro, <laughs> Bro I had a fighter, I will, uh, a UFC champ, I might say, who told us that he would be a platypus. Mm, I don't know. I, 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 I like Triceratops. I like Triceratops because you know it's still on it's still high up there on the food chain, yet yet he's not he he's still big enough to like run and stuff you know like a T Rex you can't like go in the caves and shit like that and I mean what if we were baby T Rex I guess but then you probably just get (laughs) eaten by a Tyrannosaurus Rex or 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 like a a, a a Triceratops. You know what? I I have so many reference points for dinosaurs like things that I think of when somebody says a dinosaur name. And for some reason, Triceratops only brings to mind the land before time. I can't. I don't think yeah. of a real dinosaur. I think of that movie. I think of a uh, like di- this di- this specific dinosaur book that I used to like read when I was a kid or like at school. And then we, when we were learning about the dinosaurs and just seeing how they used to just roll in packs. I don't know. I just like Triceratops. I don't know. I'm just if you look at it, I'm kind of like a Triceratops. You know, <laughs> I'm not like a. I don't seem like a T Rex guy. You know. You okay? 
you know, you, like, you like if you look at me, you don't go, if you were a dinosaur, you'd be a T-Rex. No, you'd probably be like, you'd probably be more of a, a Triceratops. I don't know. What about a Stegosaurus? Yeah, Stegosaurus too. I was going to say that too, but I, I just like the horns on, see, I, I was torn between those two because, because I like the plates on the Stegosaurus. However, I like the horns more. You could probably do more with the horns, you know? How much did you expect to be pontificating about what kind of plates or horns you might have if you could have them tonight? <laughs> I don't know. It was, I don't know. But, you know, I, I don't know where this road is leading, but I'm driving. So. <laughs> nah, I but, mean, you uh, better be careful. It took, what, like 15 minutes to get court-martialed and you weren't going to talk about it? I know. Seriously. Because you were like, no, come on, tell the story. Early no, day. I did not let the record show. All no, I'm just saying, you know, scary. Well, well, I was just like, <laughs> you know i'm like all right well i'm giving you guys a story and then i might as well just go fucking like chronologically you know what i mean like a lot of a lot of people don't know that about me now when i battle oh yeah thanks a lot guys i didn't tell the story no i know i don't care <laughs> i don't care and by the way if anybody hold up if anybody battled you and couldn't Google be even bothered to do a google search that was the first fucking thing i saw are you kidding me not many yeah. people though like, if somebody's battling you and doesn't look that up, then you you don't even need to spend your time on that battle. How's that sound? Yeah, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people know and don't use it because it's just like, play. Well, you know, I'm, a, I'm a gay sailor. Oh, okay, or whatever, or whatever, you know? What can you possibly say about, you know, like, serving our country for <laughs> during 9-11, you know? <laughs> so I'm was just that like, 9-11? Whoa. I was, in, I, was, I was in during 9-11 when it happened. What? How well, I yeah. thought we were going to let you go, but... <laughs> so the fuck did I? How the fuck did, was that? You have to talk us through this. All right, so basically... So remember I told you guys I was a uh, top secret clearance, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I don't give a shit anymore, really. I'm not supposed to say this because I don't have it anymore. I'm not in the Navy. But, like, I was... We were in charge. This was, like, in uh, like 2000, 2002, something like that, you know? Like... And uh, I was running NPC. We would, I was working in the message processing center, NPC for short. Um, we would get all the direct traffic from, all, you know, because back in those days, in that year, there was really no like internet yet, barely, just emailing, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I would get all the, you know, we would get all the message traffic from all commercial, even news, everything. So we would, you know, distribute it amongst the people on the boat. And this would also require, sometimes it'd be like, flash messages which was like top secret so like i got this one message like maybe Bro, can I, I just I, say one... i need you to do a robin williams when you're done because this just screams why would you cut done. him off at that point sorry Continue, because that's Fredo. the point he said <laughs> <laughs> um what do you call it uh so i was in i was in the thing I, I get a message and it says i think it was in i think it was in june or july and then it was a, it came in as a flash message. So you not you can't send that around the boat. You have to send it to only like the captain, the admiral, whatever the fuck. I forget, right? But it's just a certain people that you send it to. You know what I mean? And uh, so, you know, whatever. And the message says, you know, Osama bin Laden plans uh, attack on a U.S. site um, location TBA to be announced. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, whatever. And it was mm -hmm. in, uh, the first, the, the first two weeks. They, they even say the, the first two weeks of September, and but we we don't know when, you know. Yeah, yeah. So basically, how it happened was, so 
in, in, in the Navy, like here in America, like um, there's things called battle groups. So like I was on, a, you know, like Top Gun per se, right? They're flying off of aircraft carriers, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's like my boat, you know? So basically like one aircraft carrier and then there's like amphibious like ships and vessels around following us. And we're all like a submarine. It's all one group. And they and, and we patrol all of the Pacific Ocean because I was on Westpac on the West Coast is all Pacific and then on the East Coast, all Atlantic. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So there's always there's always somebody from the U.S. defending us in the fucking red zone because I was there. I was there. I was there in Jebel Ali. I was there in um, Iraq, you know, mm-hmm. but there's always somebody there. So and then, so when we years. Jesus. Yeah. So when we got there or whatever, we like uh. So like, whatever, I get the message, whatever, months go by. And then, so um, during, like I said, during Westpac, we go to Australia first, then I think it was Singapore. And then it was like Jebel Ali. And then, I, and then it was Iraq for three months. Okay. And then, and then um, we're coming back. And then from there, you go to Hawaii. And from Hawaii, it's already America, right? So, like, from Hawaii, we have this thing called the Tiger Cruise where families can come on the boat and sail back to San Diego with you. You know what I mean? Oh, so you get to so visit some, already, of your, some of your family, yeah. you mean? If they okay. want to visit you, they can set it up to where they fly in a Hawaii. They can meet us on the boat, and then they're staying on the boat, and then they're sailing to San Diego. And that's like what a Tiger Cruise is. Tiger Cruise, correct. Okay, okay. So, so during that, we're already done. So th- another battle group is already there, like flying planes, bombing shit, whatever they're doing. You know what I mean? And then so <laughs> fucking 9-11, dude, I wake up like, first of all, I'm, I'm on night shift because because I'm, I'm seven to seven from 7 p.m. to seven in the morning. And then, you know, so it's only two shifts, 12 hour shifts. Right. Or when you when you're underway, like when the boat's like running. So they wake me up in the middle of the daytime. My boy wakes me up like, hey, wake up. Osama just flew two planes into the Twin Towers. I'm like, man, shut the fuck. You know, I'm like, dude, get out of here, dude. Let me sleep. You know? And then five minutes later, I hear my chief coming down. Where the fuck is Gerardo at? Where the fuck? You know, he goes, hey, you need to come up to the stairs, uh, upstairs. I'm like, what? And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, so I just get dressed real quick. And then I go upstairs and have to sign papers and shit. Because uh, the message that I got, you know? What and then the sure fuck? enough, dude, right. I go outside. I go outside and we're still on the way from Hawaii to San Diego. I sure enough from outside, I go outside, TVs everywhere. Families are going crazy, like crying and fucking. We were about to go back. The whole reason why we didn't go back is because everybody's family was on the boat, you know? Uh. So I, I get in, I get, we, we get it, we get back to San Diego and it's like Delta security, which is like, yo, these guys can like frisk you butt naked if they have to to get on and off the boat and i'm just like fuck but then like yeah i mean i don't know you know you remember those times were crazy like right after mm-hmm. right after 9 11 it was just like wow crazy so, and so i got that message that's crazy so yeah this, you being what whatever i don't know ranking i guess you call it uh in the navy at that time before all that shit like you were aware you and the the people in the Navy or wherever the military at your ranking or above were aware of Osama bin Laden. Like, cause oh, I never, yeah. I didn't even fuck it. I heard, you know, obviously the, uh, the, the, the nineties bombing at the, the world trade center. 
that fucked up the parking garage and shit. But I mean, until 9-11, it's not like no, to nah, me in yeah. Canada. It, I mean, Saddam Hussein was that motherfucker. Yeah, right? no, Osama um definitely, wasn't. yeah, definitely bin Laden was known. Yeah, because yeah. our, our our operating art releasing like, videos and shit threatening. Come yeah, on, and like and like he was a viral motherfucker. Intelligence, right. yeah, all of our intelligence uh, of the U.S. Like where we're getting the info, info information from. Yeah. It was like they're all like there. You know what I mean? Mm. They're all like there, and they all been followed. They've always they've been following probably for years before that been following his movement you know what i mean and it wasn't until 9-11 yeah you're right it wasn't until 9-11 to where you know it's crazy it's crazy because my rate was an it which was called a radio man before they changed it in 2000 to it mm-hmm. so we were called radio men first and that's a you know we have top secret clearances because we get all the information or whatnot so if you want to be a navy seal you could be you you would go in as like an it or like something with top secret so there was a lot i met a lot of fools at school um that were like fucking dude my one of my one of my closest boys in in like in like school became like seal team six dude he was like yeah and he was like the oldest guy i've ever seen like make the navy and he ran the mile and a half in like 5 30 wait is there is there like an upper limit so long as you can meet all the physical requirements um yeah for sure i mean he was older so and and, but he was like in better physical shape than all of us and he was older he was like he started i'm saying like can you be too old as long as you meet yeah yeah you can yeah you can you can can. yeah you i don't think i think there's like a cutoff i think it's like 35 or some shit like that god damn oh it's 26 it's it's actually 26 26. yeah my my uh my my girl's uh brother is like i don't know if he's like a navy seal or some shit but he don't want to tell and i know you know what I'm saying? I know what we're what he's going through and shit. Like I met a whole band, like because we had a music room in the boat, and there was like a band, a rock band, and they were like fucking like kind of like Rage Against the Machine kinda. And they were all Navy SEALs, I shit you not. What? Yeah. And then they were all young as shit too, like 19, 18, fucking swimming in the ocean, like probably got bo- a couple bodies, you know what I mean? <laughs> probably got a couple bodies. You had yeah. to take it back to the streets. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, dude, cuz I have like I have like, you know, I have cousins like my cousin was like a he was like a Ar- airborne army ranger and he was like during the Cold War era, you know? And he came back all fucked up. He got like close kills, like straight knife kills, you know? Uh, and that yeah. shit'll fuck you up, man. That shit'll fuck you up. Oh, you know? Okay. Like it, like it's something different when you do it with your it's like by hand rather than gun you know mm-hmm. oh uh, for sure yeah, yeah. For and sure. i got a homies that were like snipers and shit they're like all it's crazy man like you know uh, it's, it's it's good that i got out when i did to be honest with you because i probably wouldn't have been doing all this shit i've been doing you know yeah yeah you, you do believe that it would have fucked you up in some mental capacity where i say you'd be in a fucking rubber room by now i think yeah, or like, you know, or like if I would have stayed in, I probably would have been more of a family man and not rapping as much, you know, and like not into like the things I'm into right now. And I don't know. I, I think mean, I, I don't know about that. that. You were rapping in fucking jail. No shit. You were, you were rapping in line, yeah. you were rapping at work, <laughs> you were rapping on the plane. I mean... You were smoking weed then, you're smoking weed now. I don't <laughs> think much has changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, like... Uh, it's just the way of life has changed. Like, you know, cause I'm, I'm a civilian right now, you know, I'm like free in, in, in so, so to say, 
I'm like free, you know, like in the military, you're not free. I can't do whatever I want. You know, I can't, mm. you can't I obviously can't stay in and do whatever I want, you know? So it's like, that's the difference. But then it's also, it's like the people I've met, you know, like with the universe works in a certain way. It was like, if you guys didn't interview Chase, I wouldn't have interviewed you guys, you know? Yeah. Like same shit, like that. Like, you know, like. And, like this- and think where the cycle started from, like Lush, first of all. Lush, well, right. Yeah, uh, even yeah. battle rap cover like yeah. covering the GP, all that stuff. Like you know, that that's where the cycle all started from. Then obviously, Lush is a connection to you, and, and uh, Chase yeah. being familiar with him. You How about Chase that Grand Prix, together. huh? Oh, Grand Prix, shit, son, dude, I was there, dude. I was there. I was there at the final. Oh yeah, yeah, let's, I was there. Like it was. Oh, it you was you crazy. mean that one they told everybody not to come to that one? Yeah, yeah. I got I got lightweight. Me and Organic kind of got into it like in the beginning because he was like looked at me and was like, "No, nah, you ain't coming." I was like, "What? I done drove all the way from the Bay to get here." Like, nah. Like me and Caustic showed up and I was like, "Dude, we rap for you, dude. What? What do you mean we can't get in here?" And then all of us, you know, and then all you know, like or, after a while, Organic, you know, I got, I got all or, Organic even put that warning out on social media multiple times. Don't he just did, show up, up at the don't venue. Show up, right? Yeah, no, no, no. But we were <laughs> because already, of Fredo. No, 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 no. We already, we already had a, a like. We were already there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were gonna go regardless. You know what I mean? Like, so like when we went, I'm like, all right, if they don't let us in, we're gonna get in somehow. And then uh, you know, it got looser. And then the the owner came up to me and because she saw the whole thing with me and organic. And then me and organic are always been cool, you know. So like, you know, they, she's like, yeah, just come in. We, I, I just, you know, we just need to keep it like at occupant. You're like, yeah, that's cool. But then there was really nobody there, like not a lot of people, you know? So I was there, but then I was there for the whole thing. It was kind of intense, man. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. A a small room battle like that, a whole event like that, with that caliber, with that much on the line at the end of the night, plus you got the championship match between Sharon and Real Deal. Yeah, the intensity must have been real high because I think that would take you back to, you know, the early days when, you know, you're just battling with a small group of people around you. Most of them are your peers, but the stakes are way fucking higher this time. Yeah. And then, like, you know, like I to be honest, you know, I, I'm, I'm good friends with Marv, you know, really good friends with Marv. Um, I'm really cool with Saint as well. I'm not yeah. trying to take it away from anyone, but I, I really thought Marv won that battle. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like like I was there and in the room he won. You know what I mean? But then. Mm. Like it was crazy because it was like 70 30 on the on the uh, Twitch, you mm-hmm. know, it was 70 30 Marv winning, and then like the judges, it was like the judge, it was on the judges, you know. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm not mad, you know, because it's not me, but I really wanted to see Marv win because of you know, he's like my era of rap, and also he worked really hard and he was in top form all fucking all he had to tournament, beat hella fools, yeah. I mean, not to take away from saying Saint beat disaster, you know. <clears throat> but i mean like you know we've watched you know, so many battles and and then you know when someone wins and someone loses you know mm-hmm. like not even not even like if you if you like it was like one of those battles like in the room it was no question you know really? I, that's why I, I couldn't believe that's why i couldn't believe the the whole shit like he had bigger moments he had bigger everything it was just like the I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I I thought Saint was really good, you know, too. And I'm not like I said, I'm not trying to take away from what Saint did. Congratulations. Yeah. To that man, he bought his mom's a car and shit. Yeah. Like he's doing a lot of good shit with that money. But 
like this didn't take a man i was there dude it was like wait for somebody that's been around that long like i mean we were talking about don't flop and grind time and all this everything else what do you how do you feel about this like twitch caffeine like how do you feel about all that i mean i like it because it's um first of all it's free when you if 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 you're watching you know if you want to watch it's free right that's always good um and i think it's i think it's I think it's good because you we we need events like for battle rap you need events and 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 like those ones from like you send a video and the other sends a video from the house it's not the same as a real event you know so like I think it's cool because we're able to do events at least you know um but I mean I can't wait till it gets starts to get back to like the crowd form format because that's what what, what you know that's where it all is really Mm-hmm. like it all lies from there that's the essence you need to hear that feedback you know do you do, do you uh agree with the uh the the idea that uh in the room watching the battle is not always the same as watching on video and sometimes your your opinion can change definitely. on who won yeah definitely yeah and especially like with how material age is you know yeah so yeah you, you be thinking damn that shit was hard that shit was hard in night in, in 2007 <laughs> Yeah. Right, and then you fucking two thousand and like fourteen, it's like ah, oh, that's just corny now, you know, because yeah. it's aged. So that's one thing, you know. A, a lot of a lot of my shit was, you know, was more intricate before, but now, like when I battle, I'm like guaranteed my performance is gonna last longer, you know, like okay. as far as like uh, uh, on camera. But I do really believe in that, and I do really believe in like in the room versus like viewing it online. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Definitely. The frack versus Diz thing, I think that was the most controversial the yeah. decision of the whole thing. You weren't just just so I am correct, you were not in the room for that, right? No, I was not, but I did you I watch it on video? Watched it. Yeah, no, I watched it during it while while it was happening. And what did you think? I mean, I thought Frack won. Yeah. Okay. But but this this the thing though, I understand why Diz won. Because in the building he bat- he battles you know when this battle it, it, it may not be like whoo like moments like frack had cool moments you know but this was just punking that fool you know too so like you know it's it's tough to judge because they both did very well at what they do mm-hmm. you know so it's so kind of what like, you're looking for what you're looking for as a judge at that point yeah because it, it's just hard like so yeah exactly exactly it's what okay. you're looking for now the now the marvin saint one was really hard because I mean, not really hard. I thought it would be easier because it's like, dude, it's like, as you, as I, you know, on Twitch, it was like 73 to 27%. <laughs> That's big, you know? That's not yeah. close, you know? So, and even, in even like when the battle was going on, I was like, Marv's winning it. Marv's going to be rich after this. Well, not rich, but he's going to be 50 grand richer. <laughs> yep. You know, you're going to have a lot more money than me. You know, so... <laughs> And then fucking they announced Saint, and everyone was like, "Whoa!" Like, so, but what wait, the why hell? does that, in your opinion? Because that's not the only battle that people kind of had that thought about. I mean, yeah, they, um, it, the ones that say, "Okay, part of it is Twitch, and part of it, you know, because it's a popularity contest, you don't yeah. have to watch the whole Grand Prix. You don't have to have a Twitch, you know, subscription to vote. You don't have to do any of that. Like, you yeah. have to have enough people following you." Yeah. So, I mean, do you think, I'm not, and I look, I'm a Marv fan from way back. I love Marv, but yeah. Um, do you think that that's part of it? That like the people who would have been like following it that long and been that into this might have been like 
old older fans, you know, that maybe didn't even know who Saint was six weeks before? Um, yeah, it might have been that, but then either way, like like face value, like the Twitch will tell you, like the viewers will tell you who won. You know what I mean? Like, no, no one's gonna be like, yo, Saint 3-0. Fuck that, dude. Marv won the first round and the and the and he might have won first and second. That's what that's what it was. I have to rewatch it. But I remember him vividly. You're not going to beat that first round. And in his second round, he might have won. His third round was good, too. That's the thing. It's like, but, like, I understand. I also understand how Saint won because Saint was intense. See, the thing about Saint is Saint is intense from the gate, Mm -hmm. you know? And he stays at one thing. He stays at that same intensity. That's why it's hard to get more moments with that you know because he doesn't like fluctuate you know what i mean his voice to like with the moment but mm-hmm. i understand why because he's been a killer since the day that the grand prix started he was killing fools you know so i understand how he won but at the same time i don't think he won the battle per se you know like he didn't get bodied you feel me but i don't think he won the battle i thought marv won the battle and that's just me i'm not you know i i, I, lo- I like both guys i think both guys are super tight you know but yeah. like in my opinion i've watched enough battles you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> i know you you're gonna know if someone <clears throat> you think someone won more than the other person you know what i mean like from the gate like from like right when it's done bomb what do you think you know uh marv won that marv won that and i was talking to the judge see i just like see i got it the other way i'm like what the fuck are you watching bro <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's what i said to him and then one of them was like the, the one judge, he got all mad and shit, or he wasn't mad at me, but he was like trying to like say something like he was like, you know, you know, you know, everybody's been fucking tripping on the judges, you know what I'm saying? But if they really want to fight, we'll just do I'm like, what? What? You were talking to me. What yeah, the I was like, fuck? what? And then he like walked away. I was like, fight. I was like, dude, get out of here, dude. We're getting in fist fights over fucking judging rap battles. Yeah, now? yeah, oh, like dude was like, dude, cause cause I guess dude heard us all talking about like how marv won and got robbed you know what i mean and then and then dude was like uh you know like fools be tripping on on the judges you know but it's just like you know fuck that you know like they really want to fight or something or say something we could fight that's fucking stupid i'm like bro first of all first of all bro like you probably can't fight if you're talking like that second like i don't know anyone that's wanting to fight for that for that reason Like, like dude shut up dude like you made a bad decision, maybe you know, or you made you made your decision, but you made the wrong one, in my opinion, you know. And yeah, and then and now being upset about people disagreeing with that, and people that they obviously respect their opinions, right? Because if, if it's you and a bunch of other battlers, like you said, right, they they might feel like, oh, fucking, they want to defend their decision, but that's the wrong way to go about it. Because I'll tell you, right yeah, now, like, I, like, I, yeah, like, dude, I don't even ahead. know dude's name. I don't even know dude's name, but. He, I don't even know him. I'm like, why? I've never seen you at any event. And then he, people over here trying to tell me about like, I'm wanting to fight because people. Are, I'm like, dude, I don't care about none of that. I'm just saying, Marvel, Marvel won that battle. You know what I mean? Like now, I'm all like, wait, who were the judges there? Because I don't even remember. Like Ben Swayze was back for that one, right? Yeah. If you see, if if you see, you know what I'm saying? Um, the the judging. I mean, I, I'll, I'll let you know. It was it, it was a black. It was one of the uh, the black dudes, but I don't know um what dude's name is or anything he seems cool he seems like old school he seemed kind of like outdated in in like my opinion you know like just 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 like face value like steve he did seem current you know what i mean he seemed mm-hmm. like 
like a bummy dude like like he was super mm-hmm. underground still and was still like which is cool. whatever i don't know where they're fighting the judges like i said it's not my none of my business but are you wait are you saying that whoever this judge was was not a battle rapper Nah, he, he he probably was like an old school like MC and battled like you know when I was battling in like a, you know he's like, like on beat battles or whatever whatever he is. But either way, he was ready to fight for his decision. I was like, geez. Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, wow, for real man. this time before we let you get out of here, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Uh, since we're on the GP, we're getting out of here on the GP. Is Fredo gonna be in the GP in 2021? If they, uh, if they, if they, uh, you know, they said my name was being thrown around the first time, but I mean, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I mean, it just depends on what time of, you know, because I might want to do it. That's first and foremost. Do you want to do it? Would that be something that motivates you? Uh, right now, no, but, um, like it could change and whenever it happens, you know, because I have other things happening in my life. Like, like you're not popping into a Grand Prix at the beginning of June. It, yeah, like yeah, my my son just being born. My son's born on in May, so I'm probably not gonna be uh like trying to battle. I'll, I'll battle, you know, like a single battle. They try to yeah. get me for an exhibition, and I was like, nah. But um, I'll, I'll do a Grand Prix. I mean, I'll fuck around and you know, if I have time to do it, then yeah, I would. I would always be down. Fifty grand, you never know. I could be a sleeper. Do you think that 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 quick turnaround in competing time? You you only have so much, so many weeks to write before your next opponent. You're not necessarily sure your next opponent is. Sometimes you have to wait a week or two to find out who it is. Do you think that would uh, help you from from what um, you were saying earlier? Be, I, I think it would be. I think it would be cool because I, I like to get in the zone, and if I'm in the zone, then I'm going to stay writing. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I I feel that you know it's probably going to be one of those mental things. You know that's the uh, another reason why it's just a lot of mental. Uh, it's a lot of mental battling, you know, within yourself, thinking of negative things to say to somebody for nine minutes. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to do. Like a lot of people like to just, oh, I'll just write. I'll just write my bars and I just we're going to say regular. No, I like to craft my stuff for the person, you know, mm-hmm. otherwise it's like, what the fuck? We're just, let's just make music, <laughs> you know, <laughs> wasting all these like mixtape bars on, on, on people. All right, so everybody's been warned. Water buffaloes, more <laughs> shit's on the way. Fredo's gonna be in the 2021 GP. Organic gully, where we got to book this motherfucker. Pay him yeah. double what you pay the other motherfuckers. It doesn't matter. Please, please, please do. You know what I'm saying? Like they need, they need the the scene needs MSG in in, in the menu. You know, not enough MSG in the menu. <laughs> Oh, shit for MSG, aka Fredo Algebra. <laughs> That's right. Eddie Barton, Crook, Sasky. I'm Jay Kelly. This is Build Downtown. We out. Peace. Cheers. Building downtown. Building downtown. Building downtown. Building downtown. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.